With the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. Does that include dinner at that new French place? Yep, 4% cash back there. How about bowling with my friends? Yeah, 4% cash back on that too. Nice. And that'll be a rewarding weekend. Because with the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% on dining and entertainment. So when you go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. No! Your ass better call somebody! Welcome to the WWE Talk Simulcast, only, well not only, but kinda only, on Exit 92 Radio with the Big Bad Boo Bear and the one, the only, happy the motherfucker clown who is, as of tonight, only on Exit 92 Radio. Ain't that fucking right? That is correct. We have officially made the jump. Oh, man. And Exit 92 is also the official home of WWE Talk. Thank you, thank so, you. Uh, You know, I, I heard that I heard that one of the first podcasts that I listened to back on your WWE Talk channel, the Sean B channel, and I always wondered where exactly you got the name the Big Cali Kid. I just I was uh, trying to put together an intro, honestly, as that uh, um, just throwing some stuff together. I always had the uh, broadcasting live from a bunker in the California desert. <laughs> I'm sure there's people looking for you tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, we got the we got the headhunters out there, the the great pumpkin and all the little ghoulies out there running around. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're they're 
doing something, I guess. I don't really know what the fuck they do these days. But, before we get to talking about anything, we're going to talk about that a little bit when we get back. Because, you know, this is a wrestling podcast, but, you know, this is kind of big news. We're all really fucking excited to have Happy and Schizo here on Exit 92 with their first official episode of the Happy and Schizo show. By the way, sorry we're late. I just walked in the door from work. Oh, yeah, long ass night. But, I'm really excited because I got this interview with a wrestler named Wicked J., uh, he's from a promotion called the ESW, which stands for Extreme Showdown Wrestling. It's out of Austin, Texas, I think. Maybe Austin, San Antonio. It's in Texas. I know that much. And it's a it's it's an interesting promotion because it started out as a backyard promotion. I mean, literal backyard promotion with like trampolines and you know whatever. And it ended up be it's it's ended up snowballing into you know it's not like some major major up there you know fucking with the big lights promotion, but it's it's starting to you know gain some ground in Texas. Uh, I've been watching it. I think it's a really good one. These guys, um, you know, just because I say they're backyard wrestlers does not mean they're experienced. They're not experienced. Does not mean they don't have charisma and character. And Wicked Jay is one of the best of them all. He's actually a personal favorite of mine. And this interview was plagued with a few technical issues. We were having some mic problems. So, you know, eh. but uh, if you can get past that, it's a really good interview. Once again, if Wicked Jay is listening right now, live or in the archives, thank you for doing the interview, all you ESW out there, if y'all ever want any interviews done, to get your name out there, remember, you can always come here to Exit 92 Radio, because we are wrestle talk, correct, Sean B? That is correct, man, and I'll pimp it out there as well, um, it's right there on my Spreaker page for uh, the people listening in on the Sean B uh, yeah, that's correct. my iHeart listener radios. That's right, um, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, hit me up on uh, online at mbc42069 at gmail.com that's the quickest way to get a hold of Sean B um, just uh, starting to go off topic here for a moment I know you want to jump into that interview oh, okay. but I am, I am beyond stoked to be back with WWE Talk not only to be back with WWE Talk but to now have an official co-host um, we've been talking about this for quite some time. Months, and, even before uh, we, uh, yeah, before we I'm got, so you know, to finally, finally have everything come together so nicely. Yes, yeah, I am too. I mean, we talked about this when we back on TNT, TPM, and, and you know, there just wasn't really a uh, kind of crowd out there for WWE talk. I tried with the the. Uh, UFW promotion, little, you know, audio wrestling thing, and you tried, and never really could get anything out of it, and I mean, even now, the crowd out there for wrestling isn't the best, but, you know, fuck it, we got a channel here, you know, and we pulled off a pretty good fucking amount of listeners last show, so, you know, hopefully, yeah. I also broadcasted on, uh, I just dropped it the other day, and it's pulling some really good views on the Sean B page. Hell yeah, Um, hell yeah. And I was receiving tons of uh, tons of emails asking when when WWE Talk was going to be back. Uh, apparently, there's not too many really good wrestling podcasts on Spreaker. Um, I had quite a few people um, emailing me. Uh, so, to so those of you who sent emails asking when we were going to be back, um, thank you for your support. Hopefully, you're listening in. Um, and I've said this before, but um, it's even more true now. WWE Talk is back. Yes, it is. Plan on, uh, plan on doing it every Sunday with my man here, um, the big bad boo bear, Nick Solomon, and I can't wait to, to rock it out, man. 
Me too, man. I am so looking forward to it because, I mean, you know, wrestling podcasts are, like you said, hard to come by. But when you do find a good one, and I think we do a good one because we get really in-depth, not only with the maneuvers, you know, they do and uh, the the storylines, but just the overall character as a whole, not only of the person, but of the company that they work for. I mean, you have to get deep down into it because if you don't, then it's just like, you know, it's fucking boring. And nobody wants no, to be because we're not, we're not your everyday wrestling podcast. We're not going to cover just, oh, this is what happened on Raw, this is what happened on SmackDown, here's the pay-per-view results. We're going to break it down. We're going to give our opinions on it and stuff. Yeah, um, why they should do this, so, why they shouldn't do this. I mean, you know. Exactly. And it's because we are freaking hardcore wrestling fans. And it's, uh, um, I know we we talked about possibly changing the name from WWE Top to a more universal name because uh, for people who may be listening for the first time, uh, we we're not gonna just talk WWE. We'll talk TNA, Ring of Honor, anything that has to do with the world of wrestling. Even though even though we really don't want to talk about TNA, we will for you guys. We'll do that. It's fun. It's like, uh, I won't even go there. I was going to make a, a handicap joke, but I think I'll, I'll keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, like, we're going to get into this uh, this wrestling interview with Wicked J. Like I said, he's one of the biggest wrestlers out of ESW. Uh, Alex G, all them, all great wrestlers. Wicked J is, is rocking it down there. And he was kind enough to get in contact with me for this interview. It's about 45 minutes, so keep it locked in here on Exit 92 and the Sean B. channel here on Spreaker to catch the WWE Simulcast interview. Keep it and locked. also on iHeartRadio. Oh yeah, that's right. And on iHeartRadio. Keep it locked. We are back here once again. Sorry, we uh, we're just gonna start over again. Yeah, right here. I'll edit that out. Anyways, <clears throat> welcome back to the interview with uh, Wicked J and myself here on a WWE Talk Exit ninety two Radio. Uh, I've had the you know awesome privilege to have Wicked J here with us on Exit ninety two for the night for at least a, you know thirty minutes or so um, to talk a little bit about his career in ESW. Uh, talk a little bit about you know what your plans are as far as uh you know if you're going to go further with it you know and go into become a professional possibly anything like that and i'm and i'm very happy to be here nick uh thanks for having me on board uh it's great to talk to my fans it's uh it's, it's an honor to be here yeah yeah no it, it's it's a it's pretty cool man because i mean i reach out to a lot of people and um you know unfortunately i never get a reply uh i i've reached out to a few other backyard promotions and such that i uh, wanted to check out and um a lot of them were real real dicks you know what i mean you want to get down to it <laughs> um, I well i can definitely assure you that i am not one of those no I, you don't I, seem like it yeah i think my fans very comments very serious. well not very seriously but like i feel i i i like to get a chance to feel what they feel and see what they see and through their eyes you know get their compliments and uh i take it to heart really man if it wasn't for my fans i would not be doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. well i mean it's really cool too i mean you know because without the fans you know like you said then, you know, you don't really get the chance to, to be anything. I know, you know, without without the people that listen to my show, I mean, you know, it wouldn't be really very much. I mean, I'd have some pretty good uh, loyal listeners, thankfully. But, yeah, so, you know, we had to start over again because of some technical issues. Can you hear me? No? No, you can't hear me? 
Yeah, hold on. I can hear you a little bit. Static, 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 static. Okay, wait, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Apparently, I can't hear you. There you go, there you go. Is it my mic? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Yeah, maybe it's just your mic or something. Shit. Hello! What galaxy are you from? <laughs> Hello, Toast. I am honored to be on your ship. Can you hear me now? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we won't have any more technical issues. Um, no, first off, I wanted to... I want to ask, so what, what do you got planned coming coming soon for all the ESW listeners out there? Because I know I'm probably going to have a few ES, ESW listeners right now. Oh, Well, first things off, what's up to all the ESW listeners out there? And I can tell you right now, we have a killer show planned out for this upcoming March. I can't really tell you much too much details because as it, as my manager would, would, would say, it's not really uh, good to reveal everything about the show before you actually see gives away the magic. Of course, of course, of course. But we've got some killer, killer lineup matches for you. Um, that's all I can pretty much say right now, bro. I don't like giving things away. I like to surprise my fans. They, they You just gotta wait and see. You're gonna have to wait and see. Well, that's... Into magic that I put out and what, what everybody else puts out, which is always 110%. Actually, it's, it's almost like infinity, well, you know, the, the Wicked Jay, you know, for all of you, because I know we had to start over again, so this may not have been there, but Wicked Jay, you know, is a wrestler with ESW. If you haven't had the chance to just watch his stuff, I really would go back and check him out because he's just he's, he's a great performer. There's a great presence when you come out to the ring. I mean, um, great with the crowd. That's one of the, the most key, key parts of being in that business. That, that it is, that it is. You know, uh, when I first came into ESW, and you should watch, uh, check out some of my stuff, I try not to look back, but a lot of my fans like to say, oh, I love you in that match with Conductor, oh, I love you with this match, I love the, every, everything, and I, I love them all. Everybody, you know, the question I always get is, well, what's your favorite match? And I really cannot pick, but the key to any wrestler, if you're going to be a wrestler, or an entertainer, in that matter, I found that once you win the crowd, it doesn't matter if you win, doesn't matter if you lose, you always win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's 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 gotta be like the biggest secret that I ever that I that I have. I mean like there is no secret for me. I pretty much go out there and like you said, I bring the energy, I bring the entertainment, I just I do what I gotta do, you know. I just gotta, I do I live to entertain. That's yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> getting getting deep, getting deep. There we go. <laughs> that's uh, that's great. That's great. Um, so you know, I watched the the. You had a storyline going with Austin G, correct? Because I I had to catch up a little bit. Um, oh yeah, I had to catch up. I hadn't watched in a probably a good month or so. You had a storyline going with Austin G. How is it being in the ring with some of the other guys? Because I mean, um, honestly, and you know, I don't mean to pick favorites, but you and Conductor were always my all-time favorites. How is it being in the ring with with Conductor? Being in the ring with Conductor, well, I'm sad to say that Conductor has retired. He is no longer with did us. Did he really? He did it. Yeah, I'm serious. For for he did it. He did away with his uh, with his uh, career for personal reasons, and I respect him for that. Um, but I can tell you, every time that I was in the ring with con- conductor, we our characters were just bitter 
not bitter rivals. We're always trying to prove something to each other. But on the on a, on a real note, me and Conductor are like the greatest of friends. Mm-hmm. We really are. Mm-hmm. But when we come out there and we bring it, it's kind of hard to tell that we are. Oh yeah, we are. We aren't friends, you know. But as one, our storylines. Every time our storylines uh, ensued, there was no stopping our characters from just exploding at each other. You know, we were always at each other's throat, always trying to prove something to another, one another. One another. Oh, it was great. It was great, great, great being a magical conductor. Oh, I mean, I must be way behind it. I didn't know he retired. Shit. Yes, he, he retired, but he is still uh, living living in our memories. He will forever be a legend in my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how did you come upon the the whole Wicked Jay character? Is it just you know you're a fan of ICP and it came naturally, or was it something that you had to kind of dig for? Or? I didn't really have to dig too hard into it, man. Um, my Wicked Jay character. Well, well, one day I was walking down the street with my friends. A few. Uh, I wasn't even a juggalo back then. Apparently, like I, I found, I kind of just fell into it, you know. And then I began to love it. And then all of a sudden, my friends started saying, man, my nickname is this, my nickname is that. And one day I just said, you know what, I want a nickname. You know, uh, I, I can't be Joker because I was obsessed with Joker. Yeah. But that's a, that's a name that's used too often, you know. It's due like, oh, my homies, we, 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 we speak Vato language and, and we, we're, we're, my name is Joker. I'm Baby Joker. I'm Joker Jr. I'm, I'm, I'm JJ, whatever. No. I said, you know what, I'm wicked. I'm a clown. Wicked Joker. Nah, it's too long. So, Wicked J. And that's what the J stands for, Wicked Joker, which is shortened it up. It's, I'm Wicked J, bro. Woo, woo, motherfucker, motherfucker. And I just became a, a I, I was a juggler through and through. I like, there was no one that was more hardcore at it than being, being me. And then, and me. <laughs> Everybody tried to one-up me and try to test me. You know how there's some jugglers come up and they're like, yeah. you're not a real juggler. Name all this stuff. I'm like, you know what? I don't have to name anything. I don't have to try because people respect me. They follow me. And one day, like, I encountered Alex G. And then I said, you know what? I don't think we've always been acquaintances. And I saw what he was editing. And I can do this. And boom. He's, and as long as I told him, I asked him, can I still keep my nickname? He said, yeah, sure. What's your nickname? Wicked J. I'm a juggalo. That's it. That's my character. There you go. Well, I can, I can tell you right now, when I first started off in ESW, I was not even a clown. I was not even Wicked J. I looked like Osama Bin Laden's cousin that dressed up like a ninja. <laughs> you see the get-up that I had on. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was up against Austin G, and this is a dark match. That means it never aired. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. no film about it. We filmed it, but we never aired it. And then we lost the film. We destroyed it. I jumped up on a... On, just jumped up on his trailer... And it was more like a camper, really. And then I just, like, I don't know what I did. I jumped in. Boom! I looked like a ninja or something. He's like, who's this? Osama Bin Laden's gay cousin or something? I don't know who this is. I started dodging everything that he threw at me. And he's like, ah, screw this. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't fight this guy. I don't even know who he is. I'm done. That was it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this character didn't want nothing to do with me because I didn't, I didn't exist. I was a nobody. But then finally, like, I became the persona of Wicked J, me. Because you have to start somewhere. I started off at the lowest of the low. Yeah. And yeah. I gave my dudes. I lost every match that I possibly could lose. And then somehow I started winning. I started building up a storyline. I started, everything just started falling into place, you know. 
one thing after another, like freaking Legos now, or just, no, wrong, cut that, scratch it, throw it away, Tetris. Tetris. <laughs> Kicking it old school. So, um, you know, so you're pretty much, I mean, you know, like one of the biggest guys in the promotion. Because I know every time I've ever watched, you know, something, Wicked J comes out, you know, the crowd fucking loses their mind. Does that, does that you know, bring any pressures when you're out there? Fall from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and snickerdoodles and not to mention Fago. Fago. Send your mama straight up to the snow. Send that. Bring home a Fago. <laughs> and if she doesn't fit, that. <laughs> I'm going to rip that out for all the kiddies watching because I'm starting to take that my, my role a little bit serious now. I don't even wear my F-bomb shirt anymore. No way. I'm strictly, I remember that. I'm strictly becoming more, more specific. Yeah, 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 exactly. I remember that. I'm becoming more respect, respectful. I'm trying to brand myself. I'm trying to branch, brand, not branch out, but like as in logo, clothing line, everything. You know, I'm just, I've got a lot of ideas in the works, you know. Nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. More and put SW on the map, too. Not to mention this. Uh, this is actually being broadcasted live via Trigger Productions, Trigger Studios, right here in San Antonio. And uh, I gotta give it up to Trigger over there. Trigger, he's filming me right now too. Just say what up, bro. What up? What up? There yeah. Is. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. What up? <laughs> what up, Trigger? I can't, I can't do do, do things like, stuff like this without him. Nor I can't do stuff like like this without um, uh, Alex G either. Because I I gotta give him props because he always edits the videos to like. A masterpiece. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a you know, I watched that, um, the, uh, by the way, once again, Trigger, thank you for helping him and helping me at the same time. So, once again, thank you very much. Um, but, uh, I watched the, it was a couple part series y'all put together about the history of VSW up to, I think it was like 2013. That was oh, yeah, phenomenal. Was it was, it was great. I, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching. You know, I think I watched it actually twice the same day. <laughs> I mean, the editing was great. The filming was great, you know. Matches that I had already watched, you know? I saw it unedited, so it was very raw. Yeah. Like, we all just had to, like, literally answer those questions emotionally and truthfully. Actually, he wanted the truth. He wanted us, he wanted our feelings. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, that was close to when we were still, like, barely getting out of high school. Yeah, it was, it was really emotional. It was really deep. And a lot of us were thinking about leaving, thinking about life, thinking about the real world. Uh, we didn't know if we were going to do this forever because this was just was a hobby. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how far we were going to take it. It was just amazing. It really was. You know, it's uh, it's been a big part of my life, and still, it's still a big part of my yeah. life. You know, I, I can't get away from it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong and with that. Once you create it's something, yeah, it's just crazy. It's just, yeah. It's really emotional, you know? Once you create something, you know, and it not only something that you love, but you're actually able to share it with people and they love it. You hear me now? You have any problems hearing me? Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you okay, go. okay, okay. Good now. But yeah, but once you create something and uh, everybody loves it, you know, and you love it, it's just it's something you know you love to do. I mean, I know that the whole the the show and let me see if I move it around there. You hear me better now? There you go. Okay, yeah. I guess it's like a dead spot. It must be must be something. Let me try it over here. About sorry for the technical issues. There you go. There you go. Okay. Sorry for the technical issues. I apologize about that. Um. It's just the long distance. Yeah, yeah. San Antonio to, to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I have a family up there too. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I have an uncle. He's, he's just as crazy as I am. He's not a big uncle, but he is crazy. <laughs> okay, so do y'all have any plans of ever branching out to, you know, tour at all to different parts of the, the country or anything? I'm not too sure about that. 
I, uh, I pray to God that something like that actually happens and we actually get the ball rolling. But until then, we're still local. And I think that's what uh, Alex T wants to keep it right now. Nothing wrong with that. Just, until, just until we get a bigger pop. Yeah, you know, bigger, bigger pop. You know. Well, the crowds have definitely changed because, you know, I remember, like I said earlier, I started, you know, watching it. And you guys were still really small, no ring, you know, ba- literal, literal backyard, you know, trampoline, you know, stuff like that. Now, oh, I, like I said, I was trying to. Was like, oh, yeah, I was, that was the lot. Yeah. 100, 150 plus. And we were not expecting that. No. We were not at all. So, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, um, all right, when I told you I watched that whole series you did on uh, the uh, history of ESW, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the Osiris uh, match, the table match. I thought that would be oh. an interesting something to talk about. Because I've always... Uh, how could I forget that show? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, was, I was wondering about... So how did... You know, because I originally believed the plan was for you to go over, Correct. It was for you. No, it's for him to go over. Correct. That is exactly correct. Yeah, and then you know he pulls you to the side. At least it says in the video. And then you know you you ended up going over. I mean, how was it? Did it you know was it a like a interesting situation for you or? Uh, it was very very interesting. But I've said it before and I've said it again. This is, it was very hard for me to because he does he did right before the show pull me aside and he told me. Listen, um, I don't want. Uh, I'm not going to win. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're you got to win. You're 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 gonna you're gonna be the champion. This this is your moment. He's like, no, bro, I'm not going to win. I'm quitting. What I want, I need to ask you the biggest favor, and that's pretty much what he said to me first. I need to ask you the biggest favor. Oh, okay, and, and I, I I need you to I need you to like to do it for me. If you're my friend, you'll do it for me. And uh, he said, I want you to win. I need. I, I'm gonna. I'm going to go over and I'm going to quit. I, I can't do this anymore. He wouldn't explain to me why. He wouldn't tell me why. We hadn't really spoken in a while. He hadn't spoken to a lot of us. And uh, I guess he was really having some, some issues, family, emotional, you know. I think he thought we didn't care too much about him. I don't know. It, like, I don't tend to, to get into everybody's business when it comes mm-hmm. to personal life. I leave my emotions at the door. I get what I, I do what I have to do. And we make a great show. But he... He told me this, and I was like, it was like, in my words, it's he was asking me for a way out. And being the good friend that I am, and I was a good friend to Osiris, and I still am. Is he still, every, sorry, every, every, is he been, still with y'all? He's a great, he's a, he's a great, he's a great evil person. He's a, and I say that, like, as a character as and as an individual, he is a great bad guy. And we always need a great bad guy. You gotta have Just like, you. I am the great neutral. You know, I can go either way, but no matter what I do, people are going to love me. Um, and I'm not trying to be conceited. I'm just saying that's the way it's always, it's always been. And uh, just, he, he asked, asked me, he begged me for a way out, and I gave it to him. And everybody was not expecting that, and that's the way it turned out. It's That's the truth, and the whole nothing but the truth, and I'm going to talk with him. <laughs> well, you know, for everybody listening, that match uh, is on... I don't remember which uh, which show it was, but it is on the ESW YouTube page, and I would suggest you go and check it out because I mean, regardless, it was a great match. Check it out. Yeah, check, check it out. out. Um, check you know, it out. so Wicked J, are there any plans in the future for potentially uh, 
you know, moving up, moving up to the bigger leagues, to the uh, WWE, you know, uh, TNA, anything like that. In all seriousness, have you ever planned on being a wrestler for a living? For a living, uh, for any indie company or any like like low low grade uh, low grade uh, professional promotion, uh, no, no. I have been loyal to ESW for a long time, and I don't think it's going to change. Uh, I'm very strong about uh, respect, uh, respect, and uh, loyalty to uh, especially the people that I've helped create this this business uh, up to where it is today. Uh, I really would wish that someone maybe in the near future would come along, hand us a contract, saying, "Hey, I want to pay y'all to do your show for this this amount of time." Can y'all do that? I would love for that to happen. But until that day, like, I'm just, it's still just a hobby. Maybe that dream will come. Who knows? But until then, I'm still here. I'm still Wicked Jay. I'm still entertaining my fans. This is what I do. Yeah, I mean, honestly. I really answered your question. Oh, I did. Or if I went around in circles. <laughs> no, no, you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to. I would love to, but just, you know, the loyalty will always be there to ESW because they gave me my shot. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, here I am. That's what I am today. But I mean, honestly, you know, uh, that's that's really great. I mean, you guys, you, Beaner, Andrew, uh, Austin, G, all of y'all are great, talented performers, and y'all all deserve, you know. Yeah. Also, um, I'm not just also a wrestler. I've kind of branched out into like uh, the breakdancing community. I'm also a, a b boy, Wicked J, b boy Wicked. A member of Illus Rocker's crew. Uh, we're, we're based out in San Antonio right now. This is how I stay in shape, and this is how like I'm always light and on my feet and on my toes out there in the ring. It actually also helps me. Too. Oh, there you go. So, so it's like that's a... another thing that I'm also getting into. I'm starting to make a career out of that, um, and that's really fun. It's almost like it's not work, really. <laughs> but neither is ESW too, because <laughs> it's a it's a great great uh, hobby to entertain my fans. You know, really, I love it. That's really good, man. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that out. Oh, for sure, for sure. Thank you, Trigger. <laughs> Thank, thanks again, Trigger. Yes, what up, you know? Um, no, you know, that, that's really cool. It keeps you nimble. It keeps you light and feet. It's something you love to do. It's, it's almost like, you know, like you said, not work. Keeps me, keeps my ninja acrobatics going. <laughs> so, uh, just real quick. Maybe this is going to try out to be on the Spurs. Uh, maybe the, the, the Team Energy. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Almost made it last year. I made the top. Uh, I made the final cut, but they did not pick me. You know, it's politics, bro. What yeah, can I say? Yeah, I know it is. You know? It's, all, it's all about knowing people. People, you know, if they know you, if your name's out there, they know you. If you can bring energy or not, you know. Oh, what out there getting out? The Wicked J hoodies, you know, and the clothing line you were talking about. Is there anything you wanted to yeah, pimp was, out I was on that? Throwing that out there just to get some feedback from the fans. Maybe you. What would you think if, if you came to a show? And you saw a little booth with some of my Wicked J gear. Would you, if you liked it, would you buy it? That's the big question that I want to throw out there to my fans. YouTube, like it looks great, and you, I, owe, I could owe it all to uh, to Trigger. He's good. He's a good designer. But I, but it comes from my head. He puts it out there. Boom. You know, bam. Gotta give, gotta give mad props to him. And he showed that to me one day. He's like, "What do you think about this?" And I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> Seriously. So, 
Um, as far as uh, the extreme part of uh, you know the wrestling, you know, as uh, ESW. Now, have you had any any drawbacks? Has there been any drawbacks with your body? You know, because I mean, it, it gets it get it does get extreme. It does get hardcore. Have you had any you know any of those issues at all? To be honest with you, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this in on us uh, to. Uh, I'm just gonna break it right now. Seriously, I'm breaking the walls down right now. Seriously, WrestleFest four. I did a flip outside the ring. Mm-hmm. I messed up my back, but did I stop? No. And I'm gonna tell you right now to all the everyone listening, everyone watching out there, don't ever try this at home. Don't ever try that. Whatever I did, whatever I just did, because during the whole match, I was in so much pain. But I needed to keep going because I kept on hearing Ricky Jade. I was doing it for the fans. I was literally making it worse than it already was. Yeah, it takes a really rough toll on the body, especially some of the hardcore wicked stuff that I do. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The first time I ever did the uh, flaming fist or the double flaming fist, I I took one for the team, and I did. I had third degree burns on my hand. I slept with a bucket full of ice and, and uh, medicine, basically mixed in it all together. Had dreams about being on fire. It, it does take a hardcore toll on your body. But the thing that we do is a good thing that we uh, we practice. We practice safe. I'm not gonna lie. We go out there. We give it all. Our, our, can you tell that it's choreographed? No, because we're that damn good. <laughs> that's very true. You know, that's that's what really drew me uh, to keep watching. It's entertainment. This is a show. Because you know the characters like Wicked Jay, like Conductor, uh, the choreography like yours. You know everybody else's is what drew me to keep watching. Was because you know, like I told you, whenever we talked on Facebook, I had watched a few more beforehand, trying to look at it myself, and it was very drawn out. You know, guy would hit, so he would like stand there, you know, just to get hit. You know, like it was sort of, uh, oh, it's cool, he's taking it. But you guys are, you miss, you get hit. You know, you keep going. You know, you can tell you got hit. There's, there is blood. There is, there is. Uh, looks like you're hurt. You know, I mean, you pull it all off together to make one great show. I mean, and it, it was, it was extremely surprising. It was a breath of fresh air. It was some great wrestling for a while because I had stopped watching. You know, uh, Raw and uh, you know. WWE, you know, it was actually uh, the substitute for me for a long time. Probably a good six months was maybe not watching new stuff. I was kind of catching up on a lot of old stuff. Oh man! Well, I'm glad it brought you some some comfort in your life. You know, some some joy. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, what? That's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. We want people to think what they think. You know, uh, oh, is that real or is that fake? Who cares? Watch it. See what happens next. Maybe you will like it. Maybe you won't. Maybe it'll make it go insane. I don't know. You know, you never know. And see, that's actually, you Maybe know... Start I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell that it was fake at first. I mean, we all know we all know wrestling's fake and everything, you know, or scripted at least. You know, I, I don't like the word fake, but... Um, and when I was I watching... Like yeah. I'm going to quote this from, from a movie, and I, I think you know which one I'm talking about. Wrestling is not fake! <laughs> yes... <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. I mean, if you get it really down, you can't hurt somebody. Uh, yeah. I mean, I remember I broke Aztec's collarbone just practicing Oh God, that is terrible. And, and we had we had a match that day. And we still had to do it, and he still performed with a messed up collarbone. Wow. And I'm just like a round of applause oh, right there. Oh my God, I can't take it easy on him, but he told me not to because it would take away from the realism of, the, of our match. You know. It's just the things that we sacrifice for the for the show is just really, really hardcore, and it's extreme. 
I think that's why Alex named it Extreme Showdown Wrestling. He didn't just want another wrestling show. He didn't want just another WWE. He wanted something that would entertain the crowd and surpass that. Very unique. Go, you know, very unique, you know, with a bunch of guys who you think hate each other, but in reality, we're all just the best of friends. We care about each other. We don't want each other to die. You know, we want just a good, a great show. I mean, I step out there with the mentality of a gladiator. As long as I win the crowd, I win, I win everything. Yeah. You know? But it's not always about me. It's about us working together to create a great show. Because I can't take, I can't take the credit for for all of you stuff. I I just can't. It, it's, no, of it's not me. I can't do it. You know, there's a lot of other great wrestlers in ESW, and they're just working so hard just to gain a level of status, you know? And uh, sometimes they let their emotions get the best of them, but hey, man, that's how we learn. You know, it's just, we gotta, we gotta keep going, you know? We gotta just play with the cards that we are dealt with. Yeah. Storyline ones, you know? And, and uh, just uh, what we need to make a great show. It's, it's all about making a great show. So what is the next, um, for everybody listening, you know, that's either new or, you know, just, you know, whoever's listening. Uh, listening out there. <laughs> what is the next big show you guys uh, have planned? What is the name of it? Because I, I, I didn't know what the next one was. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> meetings before we discuss whatever whatever we're going to really get hardcore and, and uh, for, uh, practice on because we got uh, we got actually got a couple new wrestlers into this thing mm. and uh, they are looking like they really want to prove themselves so we got to I don't know I, I'm a lot sick this guy but, uh, this guy right here so I, I, I think we're going to just come up with a great a great show you're gonna just see ESW, not 2015. We're, we're that, that's gone. We did that. It's time for 2016. What are you gonna see? You know, what do you want to see? Well, we're gonna surprise you, like always, with Infinity and Beyond. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> oh man, I haven't heard a Buzz Lightyear I'm reference. I'm my lasers from stun to kill, bro. <laughs> 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 oh wow! I'm gonna I'm gonna have to use that. I'm gonna have to use that in some conversation in the future, very very soon. Um, I try to be as animated as possible. Oh yeah. If it's not animated, we're like, oh my god, what is this? If we're not animated, we're this guy, you know. <laughs> but we everybody wants this guy. And both the both guys are are really really both you know. Guys as one putting on a crazy shows. So how did you, uh, I was going to ask you about the, the Flaming Fist, you know, because you were just talking about it, I did mean to ask you about it. How did you come up with that? Because that is, you know, it's it's like uh, Terry, it, yeah, it is, it's like Terry Funk with, a, with his branding iron. It, it is crazy, you know what I mean? It, it's it's insane. Well, uh, I got it from uh, one of our very best and sickest wrestlers of them all, the sickest man in ESW, M.O.D., he gave me the idea. He wanted to use it for someone so much, but he couldn't figure out how to pull it off. And I was just like, flaming fist. And he's like, yeah. I, I remember when you hanged out one time and he put axe in his hand. He lit it on fire. I'm like, well, I can't do that. I can't just do that. I'm like, oh, you're going to wait like for half an hour to me, uh, 30, 20 seconds for me to do that so I can hit you? No. And, but 
he said, let's try athletic tape and gasoline. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Gasoline? <laughs> gasoline? I'm like, no. No, 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 no. That's a little bit too far. He's like, can we go a step underneath that? He's like, well, there's, what else can we use? Well, there's always lighter fluid. I'm like, well, that, well that'll work. That'll work. So I gave her a try. I gave her a try. I took it to the back. We took it to the backyard one day, and um, we taped up my hand, and uh, we lit it on fire, and we see, we, I tested myself how how long I can actually hold my fist there until I actually started, like, oh, wow, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot, it's burning, you know? And not, not, not to mention, it, it all depends on how much you wrap your, your hand. I mean, not too tightly, not too loose, but enough wrap so it's just uh, athletic tape. Just uh, And don't you, any of you kitties, try this at home. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't try it at home. I swear to God. I'll get you, and I'll make you look like a bloody accident. Anyways. <laughs> so one day we just wrapped my hand up in athletic tape, and uh, we held it there for as long as I can go. I almost sound like I can almost hold it there for a minute. But that's really not necessary. The, the minute was just to test how long we can go. But usually we don't need it for a minute. It's just a quick knockout punch. Hold it up there for a little bit for, for effect. And then that's it. It always just, it never just fans it. It just puts it out. I don't know why. It just always puts, it just puts it out. Maybe, uh, maybe I got, I got angels, man. I don't know. I mean, it's, it I was, I was about to say that looks so fucking cool. And no one will ever take that away from me. And Conductor has, has tried to do it many times in my honor. He's, did the flaming foot, uh, flaming kick, and I was just like, wow, I hope his foot doesn't catch fire, which, thank God it didn't. <laughs> He's done the double flaming fist, he almost did the same same problem as I did, because he didn't wrap his hands too very well. Mm-hmm. Plus I, he has gloves. Uh, but the, the sacrifices that we take just to make sacrifices. it look, ah, real, you know, the realism of it. Yeah, I, I, I saw you have the way you... gotta give it up to M.O.D., and if M.O.D. ends up listening to this, uh, proud of him. Uh, I hope we can see him again one day soon. Hope maybe one day he can come back and just, for one show, the sickest man in ESW returns. M.O.D., M.O.D., the master of disaster himself. Like, oh, God, I miss that guy. I really do. Uh, it's because of him I kept on... Going it up a notch, going it up a notch. He was the first one to this. Take text, take barbed wire, take glass. Uh, probably not, probably not light fire because I took, I brought the fire. But oh my god, a syringe needle this big through his cheek. I don't remember just that. Just water out of it. Oh my god, just this guy, lemon juice and salt over his wounds. Just Props MOD then. Um, you know, I, I seen the way you put it out during the match, the Wrestle Fest for that was that was phenomenal. Just like whew, I'm like, oh my god, that was cool. 
That was fucking sweet. I have control over it. It looks like I have control. It does. It does. It does. It looks like you just, all right, I'm done now. You know, I mean. Go back inside me. Go back. Flame on. No, but you know, that was, like I said earlier, it was one of my biggest things watching you guys was, um, I couldn't tell for a while that it was, it was, you know, it was scripted, it was choreographed. I mean, for a little bit, I was like, are these guys actually doing these? I mean, after a while, I figured it out. I mean, of course. They're not dead, so yeah, they're, 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 you know, they're working it, but I mean. Because I didn't see any of the other anything else. Alex told me, "Well, like if the fans, what if the, what if the, what about, we all said, what if the, you didn't think the fans are going to say?" And he said, "Like, blame it on the cameraman." I mean, we, <laughs> there were there was just technical difficulties with the camera. One camera went out. Well, at, the, one, at one point in time, there was two cameramen in the same angle. They they were not moving around. They were not getting the crowd. They were not getting. They were just. Uh, uh, to have to cut it because I am I am past time but I have two questions oh, oh. I wanted to ask you before we get out of here 
Um, number one, who is your in any promotions or just if it's you know in backyard? Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? In WWE, in, or just, the, the business? just the business. Any in the business? Oh man, dude! Oh. It could be okay. a list. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say the first couple that I, that I started like idolizing: Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was one of the original back, backyard man in my book. And I love Rey Mysterio's high flying, uh, high flyingness. I loved it, you know. And uh, just quite recently, I started uh, idolizing uh, Sting. You know, his Scorpion Death Drop. I had to freaking do it. Yeah, and oh, I'm, uh, everybody knows that I'm like the John Cena of, of this whole biz. You know, everybody will say that they'll compare me to John Cena because that I am. That's what I am. You know, he's our John Cena. I'm like, oh, okay. Don't compare me to Jim Hardy or Sting or anybody else. It's, because they don't wear paint and all the other stuff. <laughs> they're all great. They're all great. You know, I. But those those two were the first that I started off with, and uh, I also do a, a, a move that Finn Balor does too. That guy is sick. His entrance. If you haven't seen it, you got to. It's just crazy. He just puts so much effort into that uh into that entrance, and uh, give it up for the eye of Balor. Anyways, straight up, it's great. I love his paint too. God, that's why I switched to latex. Oh yeah, I, I noticed that in the promo yeah, package. Like, did you just touch his face? Yes. Yeah. I did. No, I noticed that in the promo package for WrestleFest Four. You're you know, ripping it all off, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's fucking sweet, you know? It's sick, isn't it? I yeah. had to go with something different because at the point of of me being fragile that Austin is getting to me, I literally uh, I know it's all just it's all just a mm-hmm. big show, but I gotta put myself under pressure because I never I'm never broken. I'm never broken, and I had to put myself into like. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Oh, all I can think about it. it's Austin Jay, Austin Jay. Yeah. But everybody loved it. It was so emotional. It was. It was great. Fucking, you know, I think it should be like an Oscar nominated right there. That scene before DiCaprio, before anybody else, Wicked Jay, yeah. right here. Oh my God, give somebody give that guy an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I was up with that. Anyways, whatever. That's off topic. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, the other question. Um, Fuck. I can't. You know, I had a brain fart. I can't remember the last. I had one question I wanted to ask you. Um, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing big. It was. It was like I think I was gonna. Ask, I remember now. What was your favorite promotion? What was your What was your favorite promotion? Was it WWE, WCW, uh, you know, ECW? Um, WWE. You know, yeah. WWE. It was just, it, yeah. It was. I was always watching that with the boys. I was always. And they got me back into it. And they got every time we just recently watched the Rumble, and oh man, I was on my feet the whole dang time. Eh, it uh, was okay. It was okay. It was alright. It was okay. I was I saw Chris Jericho. Oh god. I was just Roman happy that Roman Reigns lost. Still good. I, mean, I, I was just happy that Roman Reigns lost. Oh, well, I was kind of like, saw that coming. Nah, I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I like the Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens thing. That was really tight. I, I that was really good. Yeah. I believe that. But the Rumble, yeah. Rumble was, uh, you know, I mean, AJ it was really cool. I was excited to see AJ. I was on my feet too. But after that, it was kind of the whole entire ESW roster. I tried to get it on on. Uh, uh, I tried to get it on my uh, Instagram, and everybody's went wild. I was, I missed it though, and it was just so loud. Couldn't even hear it when AJ Styles came out. Everyone was like, <laughs> <laughs> "It can't be AJ Styles! It can't be!" I was like, "What the hell's that on TV? What is he doing? I'm pretty sure he's watching me." He's thinking, "You see that?
<laughs> but um, we're fixing goes. Is there anything else you wanted to say before I uh, before I cut it off here? A big shout out to your radio station, bro. Uh, what was it? X nine X ninety two radio. X ninety two. Big shout out to X ninety two radio. Thank you for having me on here. Everybody, keep watching uh, ESW. Stay true to wrestling. Uh, catch up on my uh, my Wicked J show. I'm going to yes. be posting it more stuff on YouTube soon. Uh, big shout out to Trigger TV, Trigger, Trigger. Productions, Trigger Wear. Thank you, Trigger. And, uh, yeah, big shout out to Trigger over there. He's playing Fallout Four. If you don't got that, you should get it. It's insane. You can build crazy stuff. You can shoot people. Uh, you know how those open world games are. Yeah. And here's to all my juggalos out there, whoop whoop, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. Uh, I love you all. Stay true to the clown, MCL. Wanted to, uh, wanted to try that that whole whoop whoop thing. Thank for having me on the show. Oh, you know, appreciate uh, it. Let's do it again some other time. Uh, yeah, just hit me up, and we'll have a special guest. I'm glad I can do this. I love uh, I love you guys. I love all my fans. Well, it's appreciated. Thank you, and I, I want to try it one time. Just one of those, you know, the print, the, the whoop whoop. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out there, you know. Thank you, Wicked Jay, for coming on with me tonight. Um, and uh, thank you all for listening. We're going to take a break, and then you know, we'll be back to the live show here on Exit 92 Radio. Exit 92 Radio, the new home of Ninja Chat. And the happy and schizo shit. Exit 92 Radio, baby. Yes, sir, that's right. Exit 92 Radio, the new home of the happy and schizo show and Ninja Chat. And welcome back to the WWE Talk Simulcast. Not only going live on the Exit 92, but the Sean B. Wrestling channel as well. And on iHeart. Yeah, we are triple streaming it up tonight. Hell yeah. That's right, we are. If you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. Exit 92. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two words. That works, that works too. Yeah. Works too. It's like two words. Like, if you put, like, the 92 together, you know, it, it works. <laughs> oh, man. So... What's up? You know, first, you know, before we get into the the real wrestling show, because I know that was that was a while. That was our first hour with the interview with Wicked Jay. Once again, real quick, uh, big shout out to Wicked Jay and ESW for you know coming on and talking to us for a little bit. Uh, thanks again. We really appreciate it. We're trying to get this WWE talk thing back going hard again with me as the new co-host and Sean. You know, as the original and Ashley's going to just cough in the background. That's great. Um, <laughs> It's every show. I like this. But, uh, yes. but I, I put up um, in the chat, if you want to go down and look, I put up the Facebook to Wicked J to go give him a like, you know, and just send some love towards him. And then uh, the YouTube channel for ESW, so you can go check out their events they've got going on. They have a, they have a big one coming up soon. They just took their WrestleFest, which is sort of like a WrestleMania-type pay-per-view that you would do um, for WWE or something like that. But, uh, yeah, we are just too big for one show. Too big for just one show, says Jason. That's exactly correct. El Capitan. <clears throat> yeah. The Mac attack like the cough. But, yeah, you know, uh, we got a lot, we got this thing going now, and Wicked Jay was nice enough to come out and give us a hand with an interview. And, uh, once again, a lot of love for him. You know, uh, much motherfucking love. Much motherfucking clown love. Did I get it right there? Did I get it right there? 
Yeah, you got it right there. Yeah, it's much, it's, much motherfucking wicked clown mother indeed. See, yeah, because you know, I I grew up on some ICP. I never got deep, deep into it. But Sean here, you know, he's not called Happy the Clown for fucking no reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. Uh, I did like Homies, though. That was my favorite track by them, Homies. Oh, my God. I fucking love, love homies, that track. Man. Yeah. But, and Ashley absolutely despises them because she has no soul. It's okay, though. I mean, we understand the whole no soul thing. You know, it's it's all right. Anyways, but, yeah, first off, um, before we keep going, before we get into what I'm going to talk about, I wanted to send a shout-out also to the True Wrestling Fanatics Facebook group. They were uh, nice enough to let us advertise over there so i told them you know i send some love their way if you've got the chance go and check them out they're really good they're really detailed kind of like us kind of like uh how we are and such like that um i got that i just put the uh the link up in the chat go and uh see if you can join them up and talk some wrestling man you know that's what this show is about for sure but now finally uh so as of tonight like i just said before we did the uh interview the, we have we now have resident clowns here on Exit ninety two radio. Am I am I correct? Yeah. Not correct. Yeah, resident clowns Happy and Schizo have joined the good the light side. You know, fucking Exit ninety two four 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 life. That's for sure. Um, so we got them over here now. I, I just wanted to you know, real quick on air tell them thank you for coming over here and. Uh, Helping us get this thing going with X92. We've been doing pretty good, but with their, you know, talent, I'm sure we're going to just start coasting, man, you know. Hell yeah. And, you know, um, we were just on there before uh, before we went on, and uh, we had some people pop in and whatnot, so um, thanks for the, thanks for the, the plays, and um, it just leads me to believe that they're scared of what we got going on here at Ninja Chat next to 92, so. Man, they've been scared the minute that, you know, you talked about, uh, you know, just doing shows over here and there. They've been frightened, you know, shaking in their boots, I guess, whatever. Because nobody wants to lose a clown. clown, that's for sure. Oh, man. That is true. And we all know why you did it, really, no, just so you could get closer to Ashley. It's all right, you know. I love you, babe. Yeah. We all, we all know why you actually did it, you know. Oh, no, no, no. I can't say that stuff anymore, can I? No, wait. No, that's right. You can't. You can't, hon. We're keeping it on the DL, though. We're keeping it on the DL. I'll be your secret dirty mistress. <laughs> oh, he's sleeping on the couch tonight. Anyways. I'll be happy gray. <laughs> happy gray? Really? You fucking homo. You're a homo. Oh, man. You're a homo. But, uh, yeah, so, Mac Attack, by, say hello to everybody in the chat, Mac Attack's in the chat, Jason, Rick, I seen him back there, I seen, you know, uh, one Mrs. Schizo show up and say, wrestling is for fags, fucking bitch. Uh, I told her earlier, she just bought her because earlier on the show, she's all happy she has her own speaker account now, and I told her to get back in the kitchen. <laughs> he told her to get back in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? That is awesome. And she didn't smack the shit out of him? No, he's still alive, so maybe she didn't hear him. That's what I think. 
All them pregnant no, people are soft. Oh, no, she had her baby already. They were trying to get tased of this, but it never happened. Damn. We'll find the baby hormones are making her soft. No taser, no taser stuff tonight? No taser stuff tonight. So have you been able to pull up a um, match card for Fastlane at all by the chance? I have a... I do have uh, a couple matches that are confirmed and a couple speculation matches. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about what's confirmed. Start off with the first matchup. We'll just we'll just go down the line, and then we'll talk about speculations afterwards. Because I want to talk about Fastlane a lot because it's coming up pretty soon. I figured we could cover it and just give our predictions for it. All right. Um, well, there's only one confirmed so far, and uh, we found it out this Monday on Raw. We got Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns. Okay. So yeah. The winner. The winner of that match will go on to face Triple H at WrestleMania 32. Okay, yeah. So we we know about that one then. Okay. You know, we yeah. talked we talked a bit about that last week. Um, yeah. I still stand by uh, my opinion when I say that I think Dean Ambrose is going to win. I'm I'm actually gonna come out and say it that I am going to flop on my decision last time when I said that. Um, I think somehow Roman Reigns will pull it off. Uh, when when we started talking about it, you know, uh, and you brought up the whole Dean Ambrose thing, um, I can honestly see him turning heel and joining the authority, kind of like to replace Seth Rollins. Because when Rollins comes back, that can set up a feud between him and the authority. Because like, he's like, oh, you replaced me with. Ambrose. So you are you are going with with Ambrose then? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump over and say I think Dean Ambrose might actually. Well, you know that that that's that's fine. You know, I understand why you did that. I mean, because it's just like I said last week, to give Ambrose the strap right now is really the only. Uh, smart decision. Now, a point that Jay brought up, because we were talking about this off-air, which we are going to try and get him on the show very soon. I really like to get him on the show very soon, because he was he was, he's, he was at one of the greatest matches of all time. The Hogan heel turn match. Fucking 1996, Bash of the Beach. He was there. And we gotta get him on to just, you know, talk about the experience. But we'll talk about that eventually down the road. Um, no... Uh, Dean Ambrose is the only smart decision, but the point that Jay brought up is how many smart decisions has WWE made in the last, you know, three three years. Not very many, okay? So, honestly, I, I still stand by my decision of Dean Ambrose, but I have to say, it, I really honestly don't think they're going to give it to him. I think that it is the only smart decision, though. Really, in all reality, he's the only smart yeah. decision is to give him the title. And that's, that's, that's all there is to it. But we talked a lot about that in our last uh, our last show. I mean, do you think we need to really cover anything else on it? Nah, we'll just have to see what what happens leading up to it. Well, if you want to see the full coverage of that match particularly, you can always go back in the archives on uh, Exit 92 Radio or the Sean B. Wrestling Channel. Or if you are on his iHeartRadio, you can always go check it out there as well. It's in the archives, so go and, go and give it a listen if you really want to know our opinion on that matchup specifically. Um, uh, we got into a pretty deep on Real America Rashling. Real America Rashling. 
I like WWE talk better. It sounds cooler. But uh, all right. So what's what's one of the, what's the first speculation match um, we've got going on right now? First, first speculation match we got is for the WWE Divas Championship. That would be a one Miss Charlotte going up against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. They triple threat that. Now, you know more about the Divas division right now than I do. So you probably going to... I mean, I know a little bit, but you're going to be covering this one a little more than me. So, I mean, what do you think uh, right now? Um, since it's speculation, do you think it's going to be a triple threat or... What? No, um, I think it would be a pretty badass triple threat match, honestly. Um, all sides are pretty much points to this happening. That uh, face fastlane. Uh, based on some of the uh, segments and stuff that have been happening uh, between the three of them the last couple weeks. Um, and if you need any proof that these chicks can freaking throw down, just watch any of the NXT TakeOver matches, um, especially from this past, or this last uh, few ones between um, Sasha Banks and Bailey. We talked about that a little bit on the last show as well. Those matches were amazing dude um, go back to some of the takeover events from 2014 and 2015 too uh, with Charlotte and Becky Lynch the three of them I think that's going to be a hell of a match if they freaking uh, they do it right <clears throat> well I mean I, I, I think uh, I have I did watch Charlotte once or twice because one of my biggest problems right now is I don't really watch Raw that much it's just it's really hard to sit through um, and that's something we'll talk about because I, I do have some news on on Raw, uh, something interesting. Um, but anyways, I, it's really hard to sit through. You know, the stories have been kind of shit. You know, the action's getting better. It is getting better. I'm not gonna bullshit. You know, it's it's definitely getting better. So I'm, maybe in the future I'll start keeping up with it. But I have watched Charlotte wrestle a bit, and um, I am impressed. Heel or face, she's very good at either. She's good with the crowd. Um, you know, she has she has presence, you know, and that's something that's really hard to come by these days. Like, really hard to come by as far as uh, in, in the WWE arena. It's hard to come by because they don't teach presence. You can't really teach presence anyways, but they, they try to teach presence and they just don't have it. And she has that. And she, she gets it naturally from, um, from uh, Rick. I mean, you know, she gets it naturally from Rick. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, she gets it naturally there, and I think that she's going to prosper in WWE, um, hopefully, if they use her correctly. So, you know, we will see, I think. So, and by the way, for all of you just tuning in who did not get to listen to the Wicked J interview, you can always go back in the archives and check it out after the show is finished. But continue on with yeah, this. Yeah, you know, what What'd you say? Check it out on the net. Check it out on the net. <laughs> but uh, any other any other analyzation speak on that matchup? Um, for the Divas match, not really. Um, like I said we still got a few weeks until fast play. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens leading up into it. But it's looking like it will happen. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Well, Jason has, has said that women belong in wrestling. Serving beer and giving lap dances. Being nitro girls. 
yeah. I'm gonna stay away from that one. I am gonna stay away from that one. Um, so next up, next speculation match we got going on. I'm, I'm sure it's got to be a tag team match with the with New Day, right? Um, New Day is a speculation match, but not the next one. Okay. So you want me to do the New Day one? Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Go to the next one. You, you want to talk about? It's fine. Alright, so, um, it would be Kalisto versus Rusev for the United States Championship. Um, it was supposed to be Kalisto versus Del Rio, uh, but in light of recent events with Alberto Del Rio getting injured, um, Sheamus is injured as well. Yeah, yeah, actually, hold on. Um, Hold it right there real quick. That's something we need to talk about because this is getting ridiculous. This is getting ridiculously ridiculous. It's like every main eventer on the WWE roster right now is not drinking their milk or taking their vitamins or saying their prayers, brother. I don't know what they're not doing, but they need to get it together. Cena's injured. Sheamus injured. Del Rio, not even a main eventer, injured. Um, the only the only person left in the League of Nations, uh, Wade Barrett's injured too. So the only person in the League of Nations right now is Rusev. Holy shit. Because that... Injured. They really... Because Nick injured. I, I, I think that... I think that's a bad... I think that's a bad idea. Um, I think that putting Rusev and Kalisto together at Fastlane is a bad idea. I, I think that's a bad idea as well. Um, that's like freaking... I don't see Kalisto freaking. I don't see a miracle for him to win that match, and I don't think he needs to drop the title right now. I don't. I don't think. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Kalisto, so you know, I'm not going to pretend that I do. But just from the way of watching him a little bit, because I've watched like bits and pieces of his matches and such, just from watching him a little bit that I have, I don't think he's strong enough to hold the U.S. title right now. You know, I, I, I don't think you, you um, it, it, he's strong enough to keep the U.S. title. Right now, actually, with the momentum and the pop that he's got, the perfect person to give that title to is AJ. I, I, I mean, all bullshit aside. Go ahead. Oh, I was agreeing. That would be, that would be wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, he's the perfect person. He just showed up in the company. It's not like he's a newbie from NXT. This guy is, uh, I don't want to say legend, because he hasn't been around, like, horribly long. Let me think around. He's the world. He's say that. <laughs> oh, I see we have a fanboy here. He's he's good. He's really good. I, I've always given AJ credit um, where credit is due, because I, I even back when he was in WCW, not very many people even know about that. He did two matches in WCW. The final, like, two months of uh, WCW, he wrestled against... One match was against the Boogie Knights, um, which is Disco Inferno and Alex Wright. But I, I can't remember who the other match was. He was tag-teamed with a guy named Air Paris, which I have no idea who that motherfucker is or where he even went. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> AJ Styles wrestled in WCW... He wrestled one match in WWE against Shane Helms, a.k.a. the Hurricane. Um, a.k.a. Gregory Helms. No, Shane Helms, ain't it? No, it was Gregory Helms. Was it? Yeah. 
ah, well, whatever. It's not like he matters or anything, you know? <laughs> That's fucked up. No, I was actually a big fan of Hurricane. I was a big fan of Hurricane for a while. I really loved the fucking Hurricane. I think he had something going Big Show, a tag team going Big Show for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was... He's the Rock. Did he really? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that, actually. Well, you know, AJ, it's not like he's a new guy off the block. You know, he is... He's established in almost every major promotion. Um, give him the U.S. title. I mean, don't give him the world heavyweight title. You got something going for that right now. Leave that be... Give him the U.S. title. You know, make it to where not only is he actually ratified in real life, ratified here in the WWE, and be, you know... Let, him know that, let the fans know that, hey, we do know what we got. Yeah, they should. I mean, honestly, I think if they're not going to do it at Fastlane, I really think he should win it at WrestleMania. I think he should go if Rusev, because Rusev's probably going to win that match against Khalif, though, let's be honest here. Because they want to put the strap back on fucking Rusev. I don't know why. They always want Rusev in the main event spotlight, which I think is stupid, but whatever, fine. Let's give the Samoan Russians some, some more more gold. But, yeah. Um, they, he's probably going to win, and I think uh, it should be AJ and Rusev, WrestleMania for the U.S. title, Give it to AJ and let him run it for a few months. Let him run that part of the division because we need to bring some respect and um, some validity to that division again. It, it, it's falling apart right now, not only because of the injuries, but I mean, fuck, who they got left? Right. And the band, as much as people don't like Josh Cena, he's defending it every week, and that's what that title means. Yeah. See, because basically where the U.S. title falls, and this isn't a thing against the U.S. title. This is a good thing. But where it falls in the category is it's sort of like uh, the TV title, honestly. And I feel like WWE should have a TV title. I mean, there should be a, um, if not every week, at least twice a month on, on regular cable TV. It should be defended on SmackDown or Raw. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I completely agree. Bring the hardcore title back, dude. 24-7 rule. Man, that was that was one of the greatest yeah. fucking rules they had set up. That was a great fucking title. Um, Jason said, you ban Hogan and the roster falls apart. Yeah, good good point. <laughs> That's what happens, man. Hey, you can't be the so much. Oh, come on. You, you, you listen to that. You listen to that fucking... I even covered that on TPM, right? <laughs> come on. <laughs> You know, that's horse shit. I can't believe... Fucking Vince McMahon said the N-word at a, at a live pay-per-view, and they didn't take him out of the Hall of Fame. Right. Fucking bullshit. Hulk Hogan is and will always be one of the greatest wrestlers to ever walk the earth, okay? And if not the greatest wrestler, the greatest showman, at least. Yeah. I mean, I love Hulk Hogan. He was, you know, what I grew up on was was Hogan, not Hall and Nash, and you know, the last bit of that, you know, fucking, it was just awesome stuff. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. So Kalisto and Rusev, I see Kalisto winning or uh, Rusev winning, and it being Rusev and AJ at WrestleMania. If the WWE is intelligent at all, that's what they'll do. What do you think? You think it's going to go the same way? Um, I see it going that way, 
especially if it is if it does end up being Yusuf, um, yeah, I don't see Khalif still walking away. It would have to be either like by disqualification or some some sort of uh, funky ending for Khalif to keep that title. Eh, we'll have to see. I just I don't think that I just don't think Kalisto is strong enough to hold it. I think it'd be best just to get it off of him right now. Don't be and I think Alberto de Rio going after it's retarded anyways. That's just me. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Give it to Rusev, put him up against AJ at WrestleMania, and uh you know, fucking do it. Do it right. Fucking do it right, WWE. Damn. Right? Alright, next up on the speculation list, I'm guessing... What'd you say? I said they need to do what's best for business. For real. And give Dean Ambrose the WWE title. Do that for me. (laughs) But next up, uh, I think you said we had the New Day matchup or whatever. Um, that's actually the last one on this speculation. Oh, okay, I thought you said it was next up. Alright, whatever. What's next up? Speaking of what Mr. AJ Styles, he would be involved in this match again. Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho in a triple threat match. Interesting. Now, where are they want? Where do you think they want to lead this? This is this is a very interesting match. This is speculation, though. This is speculation. Okay. Um, I thought they were gonna have something. Um, on Monday Night Raw with Styles and Owens considering Kevin Owens is the one who eliminated AJ Styles from the Rumble. Um, however, we ended up seeing an AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho match. Um, and the way it ended, Chris Jericho was kind of, uh, um, they shook hands, but then when AJ Styles was to walk away, he kind of like pulled it back. Um, so if Chris Jericho gets in the mix, I want to, I want to see AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens, but I think throwing Jericho in there we can definitely get the business. All right. Well, in the history of, of WWE, whenever they set people up with Jericho, unanimously, these guys usually, and I, I don't mean to be you know mean or anything, they just. They don't do very well running with Jericho. Jericho is a very hard one to mesh with because he's he's at that point where it's about time to, you know, retire, but he's not quite there yet. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of Jericho. Um, now, I didn't see the... I know you told me the Jericho-AJ Styles match they did was phenomenal on Raw. Yeah, it was a very good match, man. And Jericho put, put AJ Styles over and, you know, I could see why not put Chris Jericho in there. One of the best against two of the two of the best uh, rising stars. Again, I'll stand by what I say all day. AJ Styles is one of the best in the world. Kevin Owens is possibly up there in the best, too. And then Jericho, who's been multiple-time champion in uh, Intercontinental Champion up to million times, he's done it all, man. He's been, he's been in different companies as well, so... So do you think that think, Jericho and AJ is sort of like a dream match right now? What was that? Would you, would you say that AJ and uh, Chris Jericho are 
in the makings of just them two alone in the makings of sort of like a dream matchup. Hello? John? We may have lost Happy the Clown. Happy? Okay. We're gonna have to try him back. Uh, yep, we ha we lost him. We're gonna try him back and get back to going here. I'm just gonna... Let me throw on a track real quick. You know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna throw on a short track. Just long enough to uh, give me a minute to dial the phone back. You know, actually, you know, I'm just gonna throw on this this NWO Mid Carter theme. It's really, it's really cool, little flat, jazzy, bluesy tune. So, here you go, guys. To the WWE Talk simulcast here on Exit 92 Radio. Sorry about that technical issue. It's all half to the clown's fault. Just wanted to let you know that. Yeah. Good job there. You really, not bad. Yeah, you really let us down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> there are people crying now because there's like five, like at least two minutes of their life. They're never going to get back. Thanks to you. Hope you're happy about that. I am. I'm very happy. Yeah, you should be, you fucking whore. <laughs> <coughs> um... Uh, Mac actually had a question in the chat before we continue on about the uh, AJ Styles and Chris Jericho. I see that. Yeah, that. off topic, but what diva do you think could play the sister Abigail for the Wyatt family? Um, you know who I would love to see play sister Abigail for the Wyatt family, and I know it sounds this is this is it, it's kind of corny and it probably wouldn't work, but I, I would really love to see Lita come back and be some way affiliated. To, uh, the Wyatt family. I think that would be a great great thing. <laughs> also because I think really? Lita is, is really hot. So I mean, that's just me. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think there's a dude out there who's going to get a chubby over her phone poking out over her pants every Thursday. Mm-hmm. But what do you <laughs> what, do you, <laughs> what do you think, man? Honestly, um, 
Yeah, that's a hard one. I like what Mac attacks that Alexa Bliss. Um, she's a pretty crazy music. Uh, she's over on NXT. Um, she's kind of a hosty. I can see her. I can see her uh, doing that. But I want to say um, there's this chick over on NXT, Nia Jack. Um, I can see her going in pretty good with the Wyatt family. Uh, well, you know, possibly. Uh, Jason said, uh, have Charlotte turn heel and join the Wyatts. I don't think it would work with Charlotte. Charlotte's too blonde. I'll pick Charlotte. Yeah, she's like, she could blind everybody, you know. You're going to get in people's way with the blonde hair, you know. Fucking just like her dad. Holy shit. I didn't know there was that blonde color. I mean, I didn't know you could get that blonde, but she figured a way, you know. Oh, yeah. Alexa Bliss could definitely do crazy. I want to see her in a porn. Did you say you want to see her in a porn or in a forest? In a porn. Ah. In a porn. In a porn. Okay. I think it's forest. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty interesting concept, Sean. <laughs> I've never quite... You know, that's what I'm going to say next time I see a hot girl. I'd love to see her in a forest. What are you going to do? Rape her? Like, what the fuck? That's creepy as shit. <laughs> God damn, dude. That just got dark, like, in, in like, 3.5 seconds, for fuck's sake. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, and, by the way, explicit content. I really, I have the explicit content on here, so, you know, we're good. Yeah, got explicit content on all platforms. Explicit. You know, WWE's making leaps to get back to the attitude there, so why can't our podcast? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so when we left, and you know, we, you know, well, not when we left, but when you decided to hang up in foam, um, we were talking about Chris Jericho and just, just specifically Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. What I asked was, do you think just those two involved in this matchup is sort of like a dream match for the fans? AJ Styles, Chris Jericho. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, um, uh, Jericho was on WCW. He was on. don't think Kevin Owens being involved could be sort of uh, overkill? I mean, make it to the point where it's, you know, you don't know who you want to win, you know, it becomes a, it could becomes a burden for the fan to watch, trying to figure out who they want to win a match. You don't think uh, Kevin Owens would be that overkill for that? Um, uh, I can kind of see where it's coming from, but um, Jericho's really not hill, and neither is AJ Styles, obviously. He's freaking basically tub right now. Um, so I think, uh, I think Owens can kind of balance that out, so there's at least a hill in the back. That's true, that's very true. 
But then you have to wonder if AJ and Chris are going to spend more time teaming together to take down Owens than going against each other until Owens just gets up and, you know, begins ruling ass. Because, see, the thing about Jericho and think about Owens, they're both good wrestlers, but the fact is they're not power wrestlers. AJ is not a power wrestler. He's agile. He's, he's got the speed, you know. And then the same thing with Jericho. Jericho's never been a power wrestler. He's always been agile and speed. But Kevin Owens is sort of like a fireball with arms, you know? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. You know, it's it, he'll he'll destroy both of them. You know, just in their way. I mean, I don't think he would win, but I think it would be an interesting matchup. Especially um, depending on what what kind of stipulation they 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 put on it. Triple threat ladder match. Triple threat. What? Triple threat ladder match. <coughs> and the winner goes. Who's got the Intercontinental title? Oh, that's right, Dean does. He's he's in the damn. They really, really need to get the strap off of. Uh, well, no, I guess they can leave it with them. When their face is clean, still. Uh, before the United States match. I yeah, the United States title match. That's that's uh fuck. That was Kalisto and Rusev. What? Even if anything, have a freaking uh like they did this past uh, WrestleMania. They had the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Have it for the U.S. title this year. Have Cole Spill in there. Have um, AJ Styles. Oh, Fish Jericho in there. Um, have like a six-man ladder match at WrestleMania. Six-man ladder match at WrestleMania. God, those were the days, wasn't it? And the, this past year was amazing. Um, sucks Daniel Bryan got hurt right after he got the Intercontinental title, but still a damn good match. Well, we're going to talk about Daniel Bryan in just a minute. Um, but real quick, before we move on, you know, I like the way like the way we've been doing it. Uh, who do you think is going to win the Triple Threat? And where do you think it's going to take them in the story with the fans? I think uh, AJ Styles is going to... I don't see him uh, picking up a loss quite yet. Uh, he's riding a huge, huge uh, wave of momentum. He just took out Titus O'Neil this past Thursday off the back end. Um, <coughs> you know, he's riding a good wave. I don't see him uh, losing this match. And hopefully um, it leads him to a U.S. title picture. Well, I, um, yeah. Honestly, I gotta disagree a little bit. Uh, I think that what, what I think they should do is what you said. I think that AJ Styles should win, um, and he should go on to the United States title picture. But what I think they're going to do, I think I think uh, Owens is gonna win. I think Owens is going to pull off the victory. And not go into the United States title picture. I think he's going to stay away from that, and I think this is going to start a a mass um, a mass rivalry against either Jericho or AJ. Probably AJ because Owens and Jericho already had a program together recently. You can't you can't 
can't rule out Sami Zayn in that either, though. No, you can't. You can't rule out Sami, and he may have some part in it. Matter of fact, I mean, that could be, because what I've also heard, it's supposed to be Kevin Owens and Sami at Fastlane, possibly. But, I mean, you know, we're just talking about this, the speculation matches that we have right at the moment. Um, I think Sammy could be involved somehow, but I really think it's going to be Kevin Owens and AJ going at it. I think that would be the best decision, or that's one of the best decisions. Kevin Owens and AJ Styles would be some great matches. Could you imagine WrestleMania? Yeah, that'd be sick. You know, so, I mean, I think it could be, it could be a good match. Um, regardless, I think, I think it's going to be a good match regardless. So, you know. I'm just and um, the last speculation match would be the New Day versus the Social Outcast. Okay, now how are they gonna how are they gonna work that with injured? They're all injured. The New Day's not injured. No, but the, the Social Outcast. You said Social Wade. Outcast, right? Oh, that's right. No, it was League of Nations. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Social Outcast is. Um, Slater, Bo Dallas, Adam Rose, and uh, Curtis Axel. Okay, okay. Um, I think I think that's pretty much a given. I think they're going to keep it on the new day. I don't think giving it to they're not they're not. Is this a title fight? Is this one a title fight? Um, it don't say. It's just uh, I know the Social Outcast. They had that thing uh, this past Monday on Raw where they. Um, Bo Dallas straight roasted Flow Rider. They did that thing with The Rock, but um, I really, I really don't think uh, that they would drop the titles on them. I see it for whatever reason it does end up being a tag title match. It's going to be like on the pre-show, and I see New Day keeps the titles. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's. Uh probably going to be the way it stays for a while. I think New Day are going to keep the titles. Even though I don't quite think they should have the titles, I think they're going to keep them, honestly. So, they need to do a they need to do another TLC uh, triangle ladder match at WrestleMania. The New Day versus the Dudleys versus like the Ascension or someone. Oh god, the Ascension! I don't even want to talk about that. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. It's horrible. I just think the Ascension's been given the wrong foot. I think they could be badass if they would have utilized them how they were in the in, in NXT. Well, I'm just I'm not a big fan of the whole gimmick lookalike thing. I didn't like it. <laughs> but. Moving on, um, so that's fast lane for you. Uh, we think it's gonna be an interesting pay per view. I, I don't think it's going to be a big pay per view. I think they're putting it out there to be that. I think the biggest thing in that pay per view is gonna be the main event. You know, so if you got WWE Network, I would check it out. If you don't, I would just wait for the clips you can find on Facebook and YouTube afterwards. No big deal. You re- all the only thing you really need to know is who wins the main event because that will set up WrestleMania and you don't want to fucking miss WrestleMania because I think WrestleMania is going to be a good one this year. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the something I want to talk about. We kind of talked about it a minute ago. Uh, the injuries do 
How do you yeah. think injuries are going to affect WrestleMania this year? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I was actually fixing to talk up some about that with Daniel Bryan and his issues, but... Yeah, let's go ahead and talk on a little more. The whole the whole injuries in the spectrum for WWE is it's it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. Do you, do you ever remember a time the roster being this plagued with injuries, or is it just me tripping? No, I don't. You know, I I you know remember. I, I'm not I'm not older than you. I think you're a little older than me. Um, but I've been watching and keeping up with wrestling for a very long time. And in all the years of me doing research and watching videos and uh, all of this, I, I think that this is the first time that I've heard of the injury list, the injury reserve being this full. I'm actually fixing. I'm gonna try to pull it up right now. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm actually doing that at this very moment. List of oh, all injured WWE like superstars. This, uh... We got Jericho out, Orton, or not Jericho, sorry. We got Cena out, Orton out, Sheamus uh, with uh, her arm, uh, Wade Barrett, and uh, Del Rio, Daniel Bryan, Nikki Bella, Naomi, and uh, Tyson Kidd. It goes on and on, man. Freaking. And, yeah, I'll... I agree with what McIntyre just uh, put in there. Um, what is the, what's the cause of injury, and is this something that um, is becoming like an epidemic in WWE? Yeah, I can see this being a cause for concern. Like, a lot of big talent get hurt. Well, see, but I do disagree with McIntyre, though, on WrestleMania being weak, and this is why. Um, with all these injuries, they do they do send out a big um, a big shadow of a Wrestlemania it's looking dark it's looking bleak but there is a, there is an upside to this um, there is one good upside these guys like Dean Ambrose these guys like Kevin Owens um, these guys like Sami Zayn and AJ Styles are all going to get to shine at Wrestlemania See, this is where WWE has a chance to make something very, very special happen. Now, they're going to have to work quick, and they're going to have to work fast. Faster than quick. Faster than quick. Quicker than fast. They're going to have to work and get these newbies up off NXT into the WWE roster and get them working hard in a month, two months to get it get it going. Uh, WrestleMania could be a big show for the, for the new guys to really show what they've got. Uh, the Vaudevillians, they should have a chance at WrestleMania. Um, I, I haven't gotten to watch very much, but what I have seen, I think they definitely deserve a shot at the title. The new, new They may not win, but give them a shot at WrestleMania. Give them the chance to, to hold up some of the weight. Because these guys at NXT, they're working hard. And it would it would be extremely hard to do. And Mac Attack says yes, they would have to promote them right, and that's very true. They would have to promote them correctly to give them the pop that they need and they deserve at WrestleMania. But it can I, be done. I completely, completely agree with that. Um, I believe there's a lot, a lot of very hungry people on the roster right now that have haven't got a chance to shine. Now that you don't have. 
the company favorites like Super Cena and Orange and all these other cats that are always in the big picture. You have, I think they have a great opportunity to have an epic night. Yeah. I think WrestleMania is a great setup for all these NXT guys to, to uh, you know, come up to the big leagues and show what they got. I mean, we need talent out there at WrestleMania. They've got talent. Let them, let them do what they do. Let them do their job. You know, WWE needs to promote them now. They need to start yesterday. If they don't start yesterday, then they're not going to get it right. But, I mean... They just need to get it together. And and we don't know what's going on in the in the big picture either, so No, that's true, we don't. We don't be a masterpiece in the world. It could be, you know, it could be. I mean fuck, Daniel Bryan could come back. I, no one no one thought that um, that Mick Foley winning the title on Raw would change the freaking the course of the Monday Night Wars, but look. Um, okay, hold on. There, the, Mac Attack said something at the same time, and I want to respond to him, and I want to respond to you. Firstly, Mac Attack says there is no guarantee that The Rock will be at WrestleMania. Uh, there is. He just guaranteed it this past Monday night did on he? Raw. Damn. I was about to say, I was about to start hopping for joy, because damn it, The Rock is at every fucking WrestleMania, and it gets fucking old. Holy shit. Uh, you know, I'm a Rock fan, but he's gotten so watered down over the years. I, he doesn't have the same charisma, in my opinion, that he had 10 years, 15 years ago. And he's cool to see. You know, he does some good matches every so often. But it's like, alright, you know, we get it. You used to wrestle, you know? Um, Undertaker, have you heard anything on... Because Max wanted to know about Undertaker. Have you heard anything on Undertaker at all about WrestleMania? I have. I was just reading something about it earlier today. Um, there has been plans originally for a Undertaker John Cena match this year at WrestleMania. Um, however, with John Cena being injured, there's talks of a Undertaker versus Braun Strowman match. Who? Braun Strowman. Oh, okay. From the Wyatt family. The Wyatt, yeah. I was like, who the fuck is a Braun Stroger? Who the fuck is that? Undertaker versus Braun Strowman. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's an interesting, interesting matchup. Um, wow. I got, I got some news here, too, for WrestleMania. We'll talk about that in just a second. Let's talk about this Undertaker versus Braun Strowman possibility. Yeah. Um... Okay, you go ahead and give your opinions first, because I need to put some words together in my head about this. What What do you think? Um, I don't know, man. I think I think they're going to piss a lot of people off by giving Undertaker freaking another loss at WrestleMania. Um, the last couple matches like that he had with Lesnar, they were good, but that's not. That's not the Undertaker that we're used to seeing. Um, putting him up against a beast like Braun Strowman, um, they would have to, like, Strowman would have to super put Undertaker over for that. Um, so with as much momentum as the Wyatt family's been having, 
Um, I know they've had some issues with the Undertaker and Kane and all that stuff, but I don't see what losing to the Undertaker proves. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see the relevance in that match, honestly. I think I think it's a bad idea. You think giving the victory to Braun Strowman is a bad idea, or giving it to Undertaker? I think the match in the whole would be bad. Mm, yeah. Even if Undertaker somehow won, you just now made the Wyatt family's biggest player look like a pussy. And then if you give it to Braun, then you're making the WWE's icon look like a pussy losing to a newbie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, you shocked the world by having him lose to Lesnar. Why are you gonna further tarnish his record by having him lose to Strowman? Like it, huge. That'd be a huge uh, freaking kudos point in the bank of the Wyatt family. But I just, I don't see the point, honestly. I have to agree. I think I'm just gonna have to say the same thing and just say I think the match in all is a is a is a bad decision. Um, if I was WWE, I would do one of two things. I would either put Undertaker against somebody with a relevant standing at his own, or don't do Undertaker match this year at all. Honestly, I mean, you don't need to do Bray Wyatt again. <clears throat> Lesnar's got this shit going, uh, which I got some news about that. We're gonna go into in just a minute. Um, you, you've got all these other great superstars that are out right now. Um, you could bring up a newbie, and but I mean that'd be the same thing as him up against Braun Strowman, and you know, I think this year it'd be best to just put on a tanker on the sidelines. You know, they have nothing to work with him. Um, honestly, Undertaker needs to just retire. I mean. He really needs to, he just needs to be done. I love Undertaker. Undertaker's a great performer, great superstar, great worker. He's worked real good with the business for the last 30 fucking years. I mean, so, yeah. I think that it would be great for him to do a match this year, but there's just nobody to do it with. And to put him over a new kid is not good, and to put a new kid over him is not something we need to do either, so... Undertaker needs to sit yeah. out this year. I mean, that's that's all there is to that. I really think that's just like the epitome of a double-edged sword, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see no positive outcome unless they that. end it in a tie. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> unless someone, unless someone out there can like explain this to me, I I think it's bad. Yeah, I mean, if any of you in the chat think it's a good idea, let us, if this match should happen, let us know what you think, you know, we'll definitely talk about it. Um, but the news that I have on Lesnar right now is, it's interesting, <clears throat> is WWE planning Brock Lesnar versus Chris Jericho for WrestleMania 32. One of the biggest... Yeah, this is what I got. I got a little article here. One of the biggest talking points heading towards WrestleMania surrounds the potential opponent for Brock Lesnar. Beast slayed the Undertaker once and for all at Hell in a Cell, and since then, fans have, fans have left to wonder who the next big challenge will be. The most prominent name that continues to pop up is current WWE World Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns. Reigns is defending the title in the Royal Rumble. This is old. This, um... Yep. Okay, never mind. This article for some reason showed my news feed. 
and I thought it was I thought it was a newer article. Didn't get to catch the date on it. So yeah, it's all just just uh, you re- ignore that like last twenty seconds. It's all it's all Sean's fault, really. <laughs> oh oh oh! This is something to talk about though, right here. Um, what is your opinion? This is from the Mac Attack. What is your opinion about the WWE executives getting mad about the Rock going off script? I think that was awesome. I think the Rock did perfect. He did awesome. He's exactly the way The Rock acted 10 years ago, 15 years ago when he was wrestling, and it's the exact same way he needs to continue to act when he shows up at WWE. I think going off script... I agree. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that bit was freaking hilarious. Probably one of the best bits they've Actually, had in years. I know a lot of people got pissed off at what he was saying to Lana, but I thought that was a great bit. I only got to see some of it. I've seen some of it, but what exactly happened with Lana? Um, he made some references about um, him and her spending the night in the hotel and doing some, uh, like, the double wheelbarrow and stuff <laughs> like that. Classic rock, man. It was hilarious. I was waiting for him to say he wake up or give her breakfast in bed with the people's strudel. I think uh, WWE needs to calm their tits uh, and uh, just <coughs> and relax about that. You know what? Max said we can get it off YouTube. I'm going to find the clip real quick. We're going to play it so I can you know, have a genuine reaction to it on uh, on air. But we're going to throw... We're gonna, I, w- I want to hear it. I haven't got to hear it yet. So we're going to throw up a track. Actually, we're, since we're you know, really into wrestling tonight, you know, we're really going on about wrestling and all that, we are going to throw up... Uh, we're going to put on WWE theme song. Um, just an instrumental track. You know, just something to listen to while we're getting this together. Here's Dean Ambrose's uh, intro from 2014, I believe it was. Here it is, guys. Dean Ambrose. The Lunatic French.
the hell do you think you are? You're trying to steal my spotlight right now, just like you tried to steal my spotlight hey, in the main event. Hey, Miz, how you doing, man? Yeah, good to see you. All right, yeah, you weigh your little thing, you're looking like a blind nun. All right, hey, do me a favor and park the rock's truck. Hey! Hey, man. How are you? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm hey, doing good, good to see you, Shaw. Hey, you know what's crazy I run into because... Just yesterday afternoon, I was watching the Royal Rumble that you and I were in, right? I was watching yeah. on WWE Network, and it was the one where both of us went over the top rope, right? And you fell on the floor, but I held on, and I won, right? You, you went over first. Yeah, I, I actually but won the crate, yeah, because you were telling everybody that I told everybody. my feet hit the floor. They did. I, I actually won that one. What's crazy is, I agree, you should have won! That's crazy, right? I mean, how different your life would have been if you would have won. You know what's crazy is the director of The Mummy Returns watched that Royal Rumble and said, whoever wins this Royal Rumble, I'm going to cast as a Scorpion King. (laughs) Yeah, that should have been you. You should have been the Scorpion King. You could have been the one hunting Vin Diesel's candy ass down in Fast and Furious. You could have been the one in a helicopter saving your family in the world's biggest earthquake. You could have been breaking box office records, man, but hey, such is life, right? Yeah, such, such, such is life. That is awesome! Oh, man, that's so cool. That's what you do. You break things, right? That's what I do. Hey, man, come here, man. I love you, big dog. Yeah. Love you, too. Hey, 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 hey. You all right. Oh, it's been a long time, right? It's been a minute. The last time you and I together, we were in Brooklyn on Monday Night Raw. It was me, you, Rusev. Remember that? That was an amazing night. And then remember, you came to my hotel room and surprised me that night. Yeah, that was crazy. Remember that? And you told me you didn't want to be with Rusev anymore. You said he was big, he was hairy, he smelled like rotten testicles. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just talk. Remember that? And then we, you bought out the wine, and we got drunk, and we did those special exercises. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, look at you playing coiling. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Yeah, remember you told me how you you showed me how to do the the one-legged Russian vacuum. Yes. Remember I showed you how to do the Wisconsin wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. I know you remember. I know you remember the DJ mustache, right? Yeah, you do. Yes, you do, girl. Don't don't do that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Hey, we were just talking about you, kinda. Are you guys still together? I heard you broke up. We're actually engaged to be married. You're engaged to be married? Mazel, that's fantastic news. That's awesome. Oh, congratulations. Oh, you're gonna make an amazing wife. And you, you got a hell of a woman here. She's flexible as all hell. Woo, I mean, it's amazing. You're gonna have a great marriage. And hey, 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 hey. You all right. All right, Miami. Now I'm coming. I'm coming to you, Miami. Yes, you can feel it. You can feel that energy. And right now, to everybody at home, yes, The Rock woke up at 3.45 in the morning like he always... There's Pat Patterson. Happy birthday, Pat. Yes, The Rock woke up at 3.45, clanging and banging in the Iron Paradise. We go up the steps. Yes, The Rock worked 12, 14 hours on the set of Ballers today. Just wrapped a couple of hours ago. And they said, Rock, where are you going? Where are you going, Rock? I said, The Rock. 
can only go to one place and one place only. That's the American Airlines Arena, baby. That's, that's where the rock is going. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, for the world to see. This is the famous gorilla position. Right here, right across, right outside these curtains, thousands and thousands of people are ready. Miami, are you ready? I said, Miami, are you ready? Miami is ready, the world is ready, The Rock is ready. It is an honor and a privilege to always say, Finally, The Rock has come back! fucking awesome okay so that was that was that was cool i like that if you guys are just tuning in we were just listening to the rock going off um off script we're just gonna talk about it for a second because i need a cigarette but i i did want to hear that before we kept going unfortunately mac attack left so he can't hear my reaction he's gone he went he went he went betty by so good night good night mac attack thanks for tuning in good night, mac attack um, about to have you in the chatty. Thank you so much, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, holy shit, that was an awesome fucking <laughs> promo, dude. Oh man, why? That was Bye? that was that was attitude. The phone just fell over because it was so awesome. That was attitude era esque. Um, you know, that was an attitude era promo, hundred percent. Do you believe this? Just warrants all the hubbub and like outrage that freaking has been getting <clears throat> he's been he's been getting that he's been getting fucking problems because of that yeah that's wow. what uh, that's what back to his original thing was that's right that's right yeah uh, what was our opinion on the executives getting mad about him going off the spit like that I think that they should thank him probably send him some flowers and a card or something uh, because you know well you know I, I know I was just talking some shit about The Rock a minute ago at Wrestlemania because he does show up and he does you know I guess it does get old seeing The Rock only show up at Wrestlemania but I guess when he does stuff like this it really is worth it because that you know all bullshit aside that was a great promo all there is to it you know I mean you can't you don't you don't hear that anymore in wrestling in WWE especially you know that is god that's fucking awesome alright we're gonna take a break um cause I need a cigarette uh cause I'm nicking and we have a special, special treat for you guys. Uh, <laughs> during the break, I went and found um, some Macho Man Randy Savage tracks. <laughs> I got I got three of them. I got a triple shot of some Macho Man because I, I was a big fan of Macho, but you know his music was was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, you know. But here is a I'm Back by Macho Man Randy Savage. I've never heard of his stuff. Oh, you will. You will. <laughs> 
forgotten As long as my tools are around I'ma keep your spot in wrestling history Cause you were all about perfection It's not a mystery that wrestling was the right selection Cause you were one of the best Very high on my list Not just in the ring but out of the ring you're dearly missed But your name lives on we carry on your legacy Cause the passion that you left with us lives on in me
up and breathe Cause when I perform they all swarm like bees Damn, I rock the show with the greatest of ease Oh everybody, put them up There ain't no half-stepping If you can't start trouble Step the other direction In this section What? It's about the party connection uh-huh. We came to party hard uh-huh. You don't need that weapon So if you need come to party Get your foot out of here Just vacate the premises and disappear We're here to rock the house at full throttle And after we turn it out We're popping bottles Playboy model, and when they hear my two voice, their knees start to wobble. So let's get it on, we can jam all night, and we can rock and we can roll to the broad daylight. Come on! that means one thing. One Mr. Eugene is coming out to the ring, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, for all you wrestling fans who weren't around for uh, the Eugene era, be proud that you weren't around. You didn't miss it. Oh, poor Eugene. <laughs> poor Eugene. <laughs> I actually liked Eugene. I did. I thought he was a good character. Okay, no, Hey, he won a tag team title. He did, he did, which was one of the most retarded things I've ever seen. <clears throat> Eugene was quite literally, he wasn't, in, he wasn't, you know, in real life, but uh, his character was quite literally a special needs wrestler. And I, I mean, I, I don't mean like, you know, he was just stupid. I mean, like, he was, he was portrayed as a, I'm trying to sound as PC as possible here <laughs> with a what? There we go. I think yes. Yeah, because I was thinking like, you know, and that just that's just wrong. So, <laughs> but yeah, this was in between the years of like uh, 2002 to like 2007. Um, we, in in real life, he's actually the nephew of one Mr. Eric Bischoff. He was portrayed as Eric Bischoff's nephew on the show as well. Yeah. Uh, it was his, um, his special nephew. I'm looking it up now, um, to make, to see, let's see, also known by his world, his, his name is Nicholas Dinsmore. 
but also known by his wrestling as his wrestling ring name as Eugene. He's an American professional wrestler and promoter. He's a former world tag team champion with William Regal. Yes, William Regal tag team with Eugene. He is a 10-time, holy shit, he is a 10-time OVW heavyweight champion and 11-time and first with Flash Fanagan, OVW Southern Tag Team Champion. Holy shit. Wow, not only did Eugene portray Eugene in WWE, but he also did a stint as Doink the Clown. No shit? Yeah, no shit. Uh, by the way, that's not, that's not too, you know crazy. Uh, there's actually been a few wrestlers who we will get a list of in just a second, who have portrayed Doink the Clown because it was such a WWE, you know, uh, patriarch, uh, fucking, uh, oh, gimmick. Sorry, I lost the word. Um, it was such, such a big gimmick for WWE that it wouldn't give it up whenever Matt, I think his name was, left the role. Uh, Chris Jericho has portrayed uh, Doink the Clown. Eugene has portrayed Doink that. the Clown. But, uh, yeah, Eugene was, uh, he was an actual, he wasn't an actual, but he portrayed a mentally, you know, handicapped wrestler, and this was probably one of the worst creative decisions WWE ever had. Faced, they faced a, a horrible backlash from this, I believe. He was in WWE for about three years. Um, three or four years. And he was yeah, he had a good little spin. Yeah, which is surprising. I'm surprised he made it past the first year. Honestly, because, I mean, how that did not offend, you know, some kind of, like, group is beyond me. Really. I, I was still in that kind of middle, that middle ground where people weren't such sensitive assholes as they are now. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they can get away with stuff like that now. But, uh, Restless, you know, Eugene, I don't think they would ever get away with that again. Um, eh, God, poor Eugene. He just, he had the worst end of the creative stick, you know, really. Oh, God. But uh, we were talking about Doink the Clown. Here are seven men <clears throat> who have officially used the Doink gimmick. Six wrestlers, including two tag teams, have used the costume for storyline purposes at various times. Matt Osborne, the original Doink the Clown, left WWF in December of 93, passed away June of 2013. Steve Kern wrestled as the Illusion Doink at WrestleMania 9, and occasionally the real Doink at house shows. Steve Lombardi uh, occasionally wrestled at Doink at house shows and dresses as Doink for, for various WWE appearances. Dusty Wolf wrestled as Doink in the NWA and other uh, indie promotions. John Maloof wrestled as Doink full-time after Osborne left the WWF. Uh, Ray Apollo, who wrestled as Doink in WWF, left after Osborne left. Uh, Mike Moraldo wrestled Scotty Flamingo as Doink on a Smoky Mountain Wrestling card in November of 1994. And Nick Dinsmore wrestled as Doink on the July 31st, 2003 episode of SmackDown, losing to Chris Benoit. I actually remember seeing that match. Um, now, wrestlers who have used the Doink uh, costume for storyline purposes. Jeff Jarrett once dressed up as a Doink to pull pranks on Dink. 
Men on a Mission and the Bushwhackers wrestled as the four doinks of the 1993 Survivor Series. I didn't know. I'm going to have to find that. Uh, and Chris Jericho took on the persona of Doink in order to perform an ambush on William Regal. Wow. I, yeah. Oh, good times, man. Good times. Doink the Clown. That is a gimmick that I do miss, actually, very much. Um, all bullshit aside. I thought that uh, Doink the Clown was just a really solid gimmick. and It's unfortunate that Matt Osborne is dead. God rest his soul. I wish he would have stayed around. I wish he you know, would have been left around for a little longer to do some kind of return of WWE. But Doink the Clown was always a great gimmick. I mean, you know. I don't know if you remember Doink very much, man, but... Uh, I do. I remember Doink. Much uh, wicked clown love from one clown to another rest his soul. Um, Doink was always fun to watch. Yeah, you know, uh, I know it seems very uh, PC, I suppose, Doink the Clown, but he was just, he was an interesting character. I would have loved to have seen Doink uh, go up against the likes of Dean Ambrose, or, uh, <laughs> that'd have been an interesting, an interesting storyline, don't you think? Dean Ambrose takes on Doink the Clown, not, like, not like a title match, but still, you know, like an Extreme Rules yeah. match or something, that'd have been good. Now, you, you, you do know that, uh, one of Dean's first big um, storylines when they, when the Shield was disbanded was supposed to be with Mick Foley. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be with Mick Foley, but Mick's body is just so it's it's to the point you know it's been too dangerous for him to get back in the ring again. They eventually dropped the, the idea. They actually had done some vignettes and some promos of Dean following Mick around, you know, and all that. Um, and it did look like it was promising, but he just, it was too risky and they ended up scratching it out. I think if Mick's body had been able to hold up, I think it would have probably been the match that made Dean's career. I think it would have jumped him off. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah, yeah, God, that that match. I, I remember seeing the Vengeance match they did as well a few years ago. Well, I say few. It's been a while ago. Edge versus yeah. Mick Foley. Um, you know, Mick is he's one of the best wrestlers to ever put you over. You know, oh, Mick, oh yeah, yeah. If you can be, if you can get Mick Foley to put you over, most of the time you're good. You don't have to worry about working again. <laughs> I mean, because you see, Mick, he's always, that's one of my favorites, you know, I, I've said it up more than once, but Mick Foley will always be my favorite wrestler. Um, and I have to say that, and there's a reason, it's because he puts others before he puts himself. I mean, that's why he only had a few title reigns. He deserved more than that, in my opinion, as mankind, as Cactus Jack. He deserved more title runs than that, you know. But, fact is, you know, he wanted to make sure the business was taken care of, and he wanted to make sure these new up-and-comers were taken care of, and he, he created, uh, I, I say created, but he brung Triple H up to the big leagues, you know? Oh, oh yeah. He, he put, think, go ahead. I think that'd be huge, like, uh, that back in, uh, the legend of Triple H, if it wasn't been for the matches he had with Mankind and against Rick Foley. Yeah, no, I mean, you go back and watch that Royal Rumble 2000 match. Jesus, they destroyed each other. You know? Oh, hell yeah. And I mean, Mick is, he's old then. I mean, Mick, 
he, he was getting to the point. He, it, was, it was the last match before his final. Because his final match, uh, I think it was like a King of the Ring or something, the Hell in a Cell, it was Triple H versus uh, Cactus Jack for the title. And um, if Cactus lost, you know, his career was done. If Triple H lost, then Cactus got to keep the title. Or he got to win the title. And of course, Cactus lost. It was unfortunate, but that, you know. But it's just like, <clears throat> he does that with Triple H before that, way back. Back in that Cactus Jack versus Triple H on Raw, that Extreme Rules match they had. He set up Triple H to go go on and do so many other things. <clears throat> it's just like what he did with Randy Orton. He, he did with Randy Orton at Backlash 2004. God, you want to talk about a match? That match, I still watch that today, and I'm on the edge of my seat. Randy Orton, oh, oh yeah. he puts Randy Orton through the gauntlet. And I and I think that was uh, one of my favorite matches. Is that match is Randy Orton versus Triple H Backlash Show Four? Oh, no, excuse me. Yeah, that was, that was a damn good match, and uh, um, definitely, definitely Triple H would be as big as he is if it wasn't for for the Cole. Yeah, Mick, he but, had it. You can't. No, he was not the, the roided up, you know, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage wrestler that they had that envisioned. Is. You know. Um he was not. Go ahead. Honestly, what, like, when he won the, the WWE title that night on Raw, it changed the course of the Monday Night Wars. It, no one, yeah. No one would have thought Nick Foley would be the one to do that. You know, and you look at, you, know, you look at pictures from when he debuted. This, I put it in the chat room. It's a, it's, it's just a Google picture from Cactus Jack back in WCW. And I mean, you know, you would never thought he would have went on to be one of the greatest uh, hardcore wrestlers, and I can't find the right words, this is going to sound really bad, but one of the greatest putter over, you know, putting over, you know, the young talent um, in the history of, of WCW, WWE, Cactus Jack, he started out from the bottom, and I mean, when I, when I say from the bottom, I mean, he literally was walking into arenas with, uh, like, cut up Frankenstein's wife's shirts, you know, he would take his wife's uh, cheetah print shirts and like Frankenstein them up with another shirt to make them look different and interesting and it caught the eye of, you know, different people and it did. Um, but, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Jason just put some Frankenstein shirts on his wife's shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you should. You should smack yourself in the face because Foley. I, I think uh, honestly, even if Foley lost against anybody you could put him up against, he'd still make them look. He still make himself look better than they did, even if he lost. Foley. Oh, oh yeah. Foley is, is he's one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest losers of all time. You know, fine, he's a fucking loser, fine, but he's still one of the greatest. Ones. You know, nobody loses. Like Overall, dude, when he lost, he was good. When he won, he was good. I mean, 
you can't not love the underdog. And that's that's one of the things that the WWE is missing right now, I think. Um, they had it. They had it in Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan, um, he could have been the this bully dude. It's unfortunate that um, his career is the playing with the injuries that he has. And it's honestly really sad because Daniel Bryan was that underdog. Uh, well, I don't know about Mick Foley. I don't know if he'd be the best next Mick Foley. But, I will say, I do think he was on his way to be the likes of Chris Benoit. If I had to compare Daniel Bryan to anyone, I think he had the charisma and he had the energy of one Chris Benoit. And that's a compliment. I can see that, because even Chris Benoit knew he could scrap when he needed to. Uh-huh, yeah. Fuck, you want to see a one, uh, not the greatest, but a great match from Chris Benoit? Go back and watch WrestleMania 21 when he was in the Money in the Bank ladder match. It's back when they used to do it on WrestleMania. And, uh, it, dude, he didn't win, but, God, he, he scrapped. He scrapped with Kane, he scrapped with Edge, he fucking, whoo! And that was the year Edge won. Yeah, Edge won it that year. Which I was disappointed. I didn't want to see Edge win. But I think it was a good choice by them. I just didn't want to see Edge win. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I think Daniel Bryan had, and he may still possibly have the potential to be a main eventer here in the WWE, either again or for a longer period of time. I mean, I, I, mean, I keep reading. And I was going to ask you about this, because I'm sure you keep up with everything Daniel Bryan has uh, I, I keep reading that he's been cleared by all these doctors, but the WWE won't clear him. And why is that? Um, I've heard that too. I've heard he's been cleared by like three or four outside doctors. Um, honestly, it could be that because I haven't read that they've officially released his contract. Um, I believe he still has about a year on his contract. Um. I saw some rumors that they released him, but I haven't seen anything official. Um, it could be that they're just using this as a ploy, and they're just going to freaking... They have that in their back pocket in case uh, they need to pull out something massive. Well, um, if he's been cleared, and... Uh... I think, honestly, I think uh, they can be just let them rest it out a little bit more. Um, yeah, you may be killed, but let's let you kill a little more. Ooh, sorry. Ooh. <sighs> Tired. Long day. Um, no, if he's been cleared, right now would be the perfect time to introduce him back into the WWE Universe. <clears throat> I mean, you could probably save it for WrestleMania because that would be a... What a pop, you know, Daniel Bryan back in WrestleMania. But I would bring him back soon because they are, you know, the fact is, this, this injury list isn't just going to go away after WrestleMania. These guys aren't going to be back for at least a few months, average. So I would say to get the ball rolling, I, like I said earlier, give the new guys a chance to shine, but you do need some, some talent on there that is recognizable to the brand. You need some talent on there that's recognizable to the WWE Universe. So they'll tune in, hey, Daniel Bryan takes on Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn this week, and, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, this week, uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Daniel Bryan tag team uh, against Dolph Ziggler, fucking, uh, whatever. 
you do need some talent on the roster that is healthy, you know, uh, competing. I mean, it helps with the ratings. But like I said, make sure you give those new guys more more time to shine. They deserve a WrestleMania berth. These guys are working their asses off. Give it to them. I mean, your guys are injured right now. Take the gamble. It's either going to go really, really good or go really, really bad. I mean, you don't have any other choice. It's either that or cancel WrestleMania. Oh, uh, We don't. We don't need Batista. <laughs> no. Times better than Batista. There we go, right there. That is the main event, WrestleMania. Doink the Clown, Undertaker, and I say Doink wins. Doink is the the two and twenty-one and two, or twenty-two and two. Yeah, Doink will be the twenty-two and two. Is that set up here between Doink and Lesnar? Hold on just a second. Keep talking. Doink is the is is the twenty two or twenty one and two, ain't it? Twenty one. The two is twenty two and two. Yes, yes. Doink the clown will defeat Undertaker at WrestleMania two out of three. Hell in a cell match. They go on to face Brock Lesnar and uh, <laughs> that the one and twenty one and one versus the two and twenty two and two. Oh my. <laughs> that would be so awesome. And I give I give the advantage in that one to Doink as well. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna set up a gauntlet. Here we go. It's for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Doink the Clown versus John Cena versus Roman Reigns versus Triple H. Finally, at the end of the gauntlet. <laughs> I say Doink the Clown. I'm sorry. And Sam Doink. Yep. 100%. No. Doink the Clown just fucking rips it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Followed by, followed by an induction of freaking, um, all, who did I say earlier? Oh, I can't remember who I said for the, for the Hall of Fame. Oh, the Hall of Fame doesn't matter anymore. It took Hogan out. 
Good job, Sean. No. Epic fail. Yeah, you really let me down there. Let me down. <laughs> let us all down. Oh, that's Eugene. Oh, yeah, there we go. No, here we go. New tag team champions, Dorothy Clown and Eugene, take on the new day. Of course. Fuck, man. I'd rather see Doink and Eugene hold the damn titles mother than the fucking New Day. Bring back, hell, bring back Jesse and Festus. There we go. That was your that Hall of Jesse. Fame. There we go. Festus. Jesse and Festus. New Hall of Famers right there. Fucking Jesse and Festus. <laughs> Jordan, Tajiri, and Kai and Oh, my God. Kai and Ty. We just <laughs> talked. It's just, no, no, stop. I'm going to get a spray bottle. I'm gonna have to get one. Um, next week, next week we reveal that Albert, aka the A Train, oh, aka the You know what? Let's let's well, talk about Albert. Five. Let's talk about Albert for a minute. Oh, that poor man. He has tried every fucking gimmick under the earth, uh, under the sun, and he, Albert, Albert can't wrestle in WWE, man. He freaking went to Japan. If you watch any of his matches from Japan, he was freaking decent over there, dude. No, I've never seen anything in in, in, in Japan. And I was just horrible. I'm trying to find his Wikipedia real quick. So I would like to see just how many, um... (coughs) And just how many gimmicks he's had. Or, uh, you know, whatever. I, I, I want to see. I've never actually looked him up on Wikipedia, so. Well, I know he was Albert, and he was A Train. He was actually, he was actually, he was actually, he was actually Prince Albert before he was Albert. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, that's way back, bro. Okay, ooh, damn. Here is his ring name. This is just the different gimmicks he's had A Train, Albert, Baldo, Big Buford, Giant Bernard, Jason Albert. Lord Pensai, Matt Bloom, the Mongolian, Prince Albert, Rusher Road, Pensai. There's another. Oh yeah, just Pensai. Train and Sweet Pea. Oh god. God damn, dude. Just give it up. <laughs> oh man. Albert and X. Yeah, that was, that was, it was good... pretty bad when they put him up with uh, uh, Brodus Clay and. Um, they had him as the, they were both out there dancing and shit. Well, you see, I, I remember Albert for a long time ago, and I would catch him on TV doing another gimmick, you know, and it would last, like, six months and come back Dude, him and Tess, him and Tess shit up after the day. Him and, and Tess did. Were, I, I missed well, Tess. I think TNA was a badass. Uh, I think would have been up there where Triple, I mean, I think both of them would have been up there. Together, uh, Triple H, Test. I think Test. He just he was like WWE's answer to Kevin Nash. You know what I mean? Yeah, Test was badass. He was a bad motherfucker, that's for sure. And he had some shitty roles near the end of uh, his life here in WWE, but I still think he could have been. Uh, he could have had a really good career had he if used correctly. Oh, definitely. And um. They just blow this play, man. I don't know if you remember when Brodus play first came out. Um, 
Uh, he tore it up on NXT, and when they first brought him, they were doing his promos and stuff on SmackDown. They were um, hyping him up like he was going to be the beast. Like, uh, like, he tore it up on NXT, man. Like, he was really good. Then when he debuted on SmackDown, he comes out with that somebody called my mama doing the dancing and stuff. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I think that's why his career was a very short break with the They would have kept him on that, like, beast mode. I think he would still be tearing it up. I think so, too. I didn't catch a lot of that. Um, from Brodus Clay at the beginning. I caught most of the end of his run. I did see the beginning of his run in TNA, though. Um, which he, he, I think he's doing, he's pulling off that, uh, that big badass type character in TNA right now. Yeah, and that's honestly the best fit for because that's how he was in NXT. Um, I think they had him in WWE 2K6, or 2K13. And he didn't have the, the like, um, coming out dancing and stuff like that. They actually had his original interest and stuff. You can tell just by, like, his moveset and stuff. It was, it, you know, the dancing and stuff, that was, like, the golden shovel at its finest. Yeah, fucking golden shovel, man. I don't like talking about the golden shovel. It's depressing. Put that in. That's Triple H's, I think he, he turns to the golden shovel more than a sledgehammer. Yeah. Because Triple H is straight buried, buried with talent. He is buried a lot of talent. Um, you know. Along with John Cena, is much as respect and stuff as a half of Cena as a wrestler, um, he does not put no one over, dude. And I don't know why that is. I mean, no, I, I will say, though, Cena has put a lot of people over the last few years. Um, but Triple H... I think he did really good trying to put Zack Ryder over. Um, I think he tried to put Stanley Zane over. It was unfortunate that Stanley Zane got injured. Yeah. But for the most part, Cena don't put people over. Like, he didn't have plenty of opportunities against, like, honestly, Rusev. Rusev could have been a lot better than what he is, but... Rusev doesn't deserve it, though, in my opinion. Rusev is not... He will be a big bad guy wrestler his entire life, just like Big Show. That's really all there is to it, to be honest. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Well, Big Show got got a couple title runs in there. I don't think they're. I don't see Rusev lasting another three years in WWE. That's true. That's true. Because he was on the rise. He was like the kid. He was tearing shit up, and then here comes Super Cena and. Kind of put him under his butt there. But now he's with the, the League of Nations. It's, it's a good gimmick, but really, who's closely about Sheamus and stuff? Who's just going to always be that, that backup guy? I'll be keen. You know, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll both go. Maybe his character will flourish and he'll turn into a main event on WWE Network. Or WWE. Hey. The whole League of Nations is injured right now. What better time, man? Cena's injured. Because you need someone to start tearing some shit up. They I do. I want to see a Rusev versus Brock Lesnar match, man. 
Oh, that's Lesnar. It might be a good match, but that'd be Lesnar all the way. Sorry. That's, that's Lesnar. All day, air day, man. I just got Moko standing right here, and um, he suggested a Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar match. What do you think about that? Uh, you see, I don't know enough about Braun Strowman to really give you a big opinion on that. He's a big guy. Uh, I think it could be an interesting matchup. But we've seen we've seen Lesnar take down big guys like they were fucking candy before. I mean, fuck, he destroyed a ring with fucking Big Show. So. Oh hell yeah, dude! Him, as much as Big Show's a jobber now, I hate to say that, but Big Show really is. Um, him and Lesnar put on some amazing matches, especially the. Um, although you got to see it, it was a couple months ago they did WWE Live for Madison Square Garden. They had a big show versus Brock Lesnar match. Um, Brock Lesnar, of course, ended up winning it, but I still think that was a pretty solid match. Well, I mean, you know, I... Big Show, I feel so sorry for him. I do. Yeah, I feel bad for him because now people can't get you to retire as Big Chef. And um, he's, he's really, he's a jobber now, dude. I know. This is the last time you've seen Big Show like, on a good win streak. I miss it, too, because I was such a big Giant fan. You know, I, we've talked about that before. Such a big Giant fan. I miss, I miss the Giant. That, that guy was a badass. Big Show is just... Big Show gets, uh, like, what really, like, was the status for me is when, when they had that thing where, like, every week the authority was making him cry. And it was like, really? You're the Big Show, dude. You could smash every one of these fools. For real? Just hold that. You know it was like, you're getting bitch slapped by Stephanie McMahon and crying in the middle of the ring. That's when, like, I honestly lost a lot of respect for the big show. I see them do some stupid gimmick. I see them dressed up as a sumo wrestler at WrestleMania. I see them get knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. Um, it's had a lot of bad moments, but that was just, that was bad, dude. That was really bad. It was. It was. But unfortunately, that's that was just the way they do the big guys nowadays. <clears throat> Who's, there's no boss 
and I think that would honestly be a big, a good push uh, for something in the future as well. Because you're, um, which would leave the opportunity for like the Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, the Braun Strowman, the new guy, he's a fucking beast, dude. Um, Braun Strowman I could be a... Lesnar, I think Hidden Lesnar could put on a really good promo and kind of solidify that, hey, there could still be these big guys that can wreck shit that aren't like the Punjabi Playboy or Big Show crying in the ring every week. Yeah, and that Braun Strowman cat, he is a big motherfucker and he may just be somebody stand up to Lesnar, I don't know. Uh, but it, it could be, I think it would be interesting. I have to agree. I think it would be an interesting matchup. But, <clears throat> unfortunately, we have reached the last 10 minutes. Uh, well, last 10 to 15, because we're going to have to end it here in a minute, um, of the show. Now, <clears throat> real quick, <clears throat> I was thinking of an idea for the show next week. <clears throat> I thought we could maybe put a list together. Next? Oh, yeah. Um. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to be in Arizona next Sunday, but um, I'm pretty sure I can, uh, I can get some time to squeeze in. All right. Well, you know, we're not, then we won't guarantee anything for all you listening. We will not guarantee a WWE Talk simulcast next week. Um, be just in case he can't make it, you know, because he's in Arizona. So we will definitely try guarantee anything though that's for sure but uh yeah we'll talk a little more about that off air as far as the listening I was just talking about but yeah you know oh, well, yeah. I was gonna talk I was, I was thinking about you know maybe we could set up a list of our 30 or not not 30 maybe our 10 favorite wrestlers who are not with us anymore so we talked about you know tests we talked about uh a few other ones tonight. We talked about a few last show, and I was like, fuck it, why don't you put a list together? You know, of like 10, 5 or 10 favorite wrestlers who aren't with us anymore. I mean, you know, because just kind of give some stats, talk about it a little bit. and Yeah, and of course we'll be bringing you any new WWE or any any wrestling promotion news. We'd, we would have covered the big uh, pay-per-views coming up uh, in TNA, but I really don't have any information on them. I know they're overseas. I think it's called the Monsters Ball or something. I think Angle's making a comeback, but that's about all I've got. Yeah, I haven't really been keeping up too much on TNA. Um, I don't really think anybody keeps up. I know, uh, I'm always around the interwebs searching, uh, looking up big news stories and stuff like that. So, um, if any of our listeners out there as well, feel free to um, hit me up on Skype, happy dot. Show guys, uh, you got a 
pretty good preview into what we think about Fastlane and what we think about WrestleMania coming up this year. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about wrestling in general, some wrestling talk, classic wrestling, stuff like that. Uh, the Wicked J interview, uh, if you didn't get to hear it, you tuned in late. Remember, you can start the show over again after we get finished talking here in a minute, and you can listen to it from the beginning. It's not too, it's, it's, it's a 45 minute interview, but it's, it's at the beginning of the show. So you won't miss it if you just go back and listen. Um, remember to check out Exit92's Facebook page. Uh, also check out the Exit92 wrestling division wrestling talk division um that facebook page we have up as well specifically for the wwe talk uh you know and wcw and all that all that wrestling talk we do this is specifically where that's for it's a discussion discussion page it's a page we're going to put the shows when we go live when we have other wrestling podcasts that we like to listen to we'll put them there to advertise for them it's just it's basically supposed to be an all wrestling type thing sponsored by exit 92 radio so um, I'm fixing up the link in the chat room if you want to give it a uh, you know a shot and give it a like you know for us that'd be really cool it'd be mighty appreciated. Remember to all show, also, sorry, get tongue twisted. <clears throat> give us a like at our Exit 92 Radio Station page, um, and uh, another shout out to the True Wrestling Fanatic Facebook page as well. Those guys are nice enough to let us advertise over there to get some. Um, plays over here tonight. Hopefully some of them checked it out. I don't know if they did or not. Um, if they did, maybe they made a profile. Maybe they'll be in the next chat room next time we do a show. Uh, which uh, we'll... shout, out to, shout out to the WWE chat group as well on Facebook. Um, I dropped the link in there. I've got a couple cool uh, people I've talked to in there. Uh, shout out to all the listeners on iHeartRadio as well as the uh, listeners listening in on this job. You know, I'm actually on iHeartRadio right now because I wanted to see if I could find us live. I think... I believe it drops, believe it drops after we go off the air. So, for the people that will be listening is on iHeartRadio, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are, you guys are awesome. Um, WWE Talk is back. Um, and like, uh, like you just heard, And that's my other co-host there, Sean Happy the Clown B. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see what next uh, next year holds in store for WWE Talk. We got tons of good shit lined up, so enjoy the ride with us, folks. And thank you for locking in tonight. We did uh, a really forty live. Pulled off forty live this show. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, you know, we we definitely enjoyed your company. We hope you enjoyed ours. Uh, next week we'll hopefully be back Sunday. Probably gonna be this time. I think we're gonna try and keep it around the ten o'clock at night time. We were gonna try mornings, but I don't think that shit's gonna work. Honestly, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd just be best to do it after I got off work, and we'll just we'll just do it at night. So. Um, even if we don't do a WWE talk, Jason wants to do a WCW talk. So if you can't make it, me and him might pull off a WCW talk. Um, feel free to drop it on as a WWE talk, uh, network as well. Okay, we might do that. You know, we'll talk some about it. But, um, I'm the big bad boo bear for X92. Sean, you want to say goodbye as well? And I am your host, the big Cali kid, Sean B. 
And this is the WWT, the WWE simulcast signing off for the night. Uh, you guys have a good one, all right? And drive safe, all you truckers out there. Yeah, until next time, take care of yourself and each other.
With the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. Does that include dinner at that new French place? Yep, 4% cash back there. How about bowling with my friends? Yeah, 4% cash back on that too. Nice. And that'll be a rewarding weekend. Because with the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% on dining and entertainment. So when you go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Pitch hitting, catcher number two. Also, Karen in row J eating the hot dog. Did you mean to tip 167% yesterday at Lake Cafe restaurant? Just checking. So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like over-tipping, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Limitations apply.